Episode one forty three of the Reptile Gumbo Podcast. Hello, hello. It it's again uh, rotating. A couple things. Uh, we don't have Robert. He may be here though. He may, he's stuck in traffic. He's he's coming <laughs> from a great place, and if he, if he doesn't make it, the story next week will be amazing about where he went. The video is oh, great. Percent. Uh, and on top of that, there's going to be some uh, noise in the background on this episode. I may actually text our child that I'll give her fifteen bucks if she'll go find it and take it out of the yeah. Cage. There's a cricket in our bearded dragon cage one in the other room. And it's now her friend. Yeah, it's it's kind of loud. Jesus, it's driving me nuts. Yeah, it's anyways. So enjoy the cricket. And uh, then I got home late, so oh yes, yeah, so we'll watching be watching on YouTube. I apologize that yeah. I will be eating, but I can guarantee you that you will not hear me eat because I want to stab people in the eyeball when they do that. I have a coworker. Whenever we have meetings, she, it sounds like she eats fucking gravel. Oh no! It's just it's loud. She would not be allowed to eat in the same room as me. And it, it sounds like gravel. Nope. I don't know what she's eating over there, but it's like she has a microphone in her mouth. Like for those of you who don't know me well enough to have shared a meal with me, if we're not in a loud restaurant, I will turn music on just so that there's noise around us. So I don't have to hear anyone eat, including myself. It's yeah. horrible. In case anybody is new to this, she's fucking weird. I am, but I, I run oh, with it. See like, anal side exotics wants to know what's for dinner. We have breakfast for dinner. We have the mini best. pancakes. Thing so ever. Katie somehow has never heard of a McGriddle no. and she's amazed that you can put sausage between two pancakes and eat it. And she's like, this is amazing. And she thought somebody else invented that. And I'm like, no, that's a McGriddle. But McDonald's been doing that forever. Sean Gray invented it. Sean Gray lied. <laughs> Sean Gray did not invent that. McDonald's invented that. I, 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 I take that back. Some drunk college kid invented that. Yeah, McDonald's just sells it. And makes money off of it. But yes, yeah, see anal side exotics. It's, it's pancakes. <sighs> what? That's what their name is. No, it's not. What is it supposed to be? It's... C for Canada because they're from Canada. Canal side exotic. There's no canals in Canada. There, <laughs> it's C for Canada, and then anal side exotics because so we have we have many pancakes, we have sausage patties, and we have eggs. Yes. Do you want now that you just put? Don't make that motion on the camera. That's oh, that's, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Anybody watching, enjoy that one. Uh, now that you put food in your mouth, do you want to do the sponsor stuff? You gotta talk to there you go. I was I, if you are looking for a high quality PVC rack, look no further than Lone Star Reptile Racks. They offer a variety of sizes for all types of snakes, geckos, rats, and more. You can even order something custom. Shipping is available or you can plan to pick up at a Herps Reptile Show near you. Visit LSReptileRacks.com to reach out to Lone Star Reptile Racks and place your order today. And there are only two shows left this year where you can pick up at a Herp Show. Yes, but for that, see anal side said could have fooled them by the big ass canal next to their house. That's called a ditch. You're in Canada, <laughs> you don't have canals. Oh my goodness! You have ditches and moose. That's and maple syrup. So that's that's all you got up there. All right, James. So what are the two herp shows left this year? Uh, this weekend is the Austin, Texas show, December third and December fourth in Austin, Texas. Uh, and then the last show of the year is in Slidell. That's a big show. If you're if you're anywhere near that or can make the trip to Slidell, that's a really good show. December 10th and 11th. And then they kick off the year in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, with the Herp Show, January 14th and 15th. Then over to Longview, Texas, January 21st, 22nd. Then my birthday weekend, Conroe, is 28th and 29th of January. And then down to Corpus Christi, February 25th and 26th, which 
It may be cold and we can have a bonfire. On Maybe. The, on the beach. And then uh, New Orleans, March 4th and 5th. And then over to Bryan College Station, Texas, March 11th and 12th. Which our last episode that we just let out was uh, a few of the interviews from the last Bryan College Station show. It was our buddy Corey. Yep. And I remember those now. Matt from um, The Fossils. My, my brain went blank. Yep. And then uh, and then our friends. Was it The Chameleons? No, we, had, on the last we one? had already. I released that one a I'm while so back. I'm so bad. When you release stuff that I'm not on, I don't go back and listen to it. Yeah, I get it. So I don't Whatever. know what order you put stuff in. I don't listen to any. No, podcast. but it was the, it was it was not the yours. it was the interview with Joe and Brittany. Even though we had previously had Joe and Brittany on the podcast, right? I remember now. So everybody got to hear about Joe. But speaking of Joe and Brittany, uh, they are our sponsors for our giveaway this month. If you are listening, we're going to kind of extend it into the first week of December. But our giveaway this month is a fifty dollar gift certificate to their shop, to Repticulture. It's down here near south of Houston, but if you don't live here, that's fine. And if you win, you can still order online. They ship. You can get animals. You can get supplies. It's a full uh, reptile shop, um, but it's a $50 gift certificate. All you have to do is go over to our page, our Facebook, either our group or our Facebook page. It's pinned at the top of both of them. And just uh, tell us what you would spend that $50 gift certificate on, and you're entered. And then in a week, we will pull a winner, and we'll you get $50. I think that's an awesome... Thing to do right before Christmas. Yes, and then we have a really great giveaway coming next month in December. Every week in December, we're giving away a temp gun. Our friends over at Colossal Constrictors is donating a infrared temp gun. Well, that's every, awesome. Every week in December. You mentioned this last week, didn't you? Um, I wasn't here. Last I don't week. know. I think I've mentioned to you in person, not on the air, but you yeah, I don't have no listen. memory yeah. of that at all. You, uh, I thought you ate my my eggs. No, I, was, I put I was about it to get upset. There. Yeah, but we only have one fork. It'll be fine. Okay. You've got to bring our guest in. I do have to bring our guest in. Uh, and then real quick, if you're in South Alabama, Georgia, Florida, that area, check out our friends over at Wiregrass Exotics, another great pet store over there, another great reptile store. They have all your feeder needs and all that stuff. So make sure I get that. That's everything. I think I got everything. Oh, and check out our shop. Go on Google or Google. Don't, don't go. I mean, go on Google, I guess. How about if it? If anybody needs a light bulb or anything like that, they can always go over to VivTech. I was trying to get mine out first, but. Oh, sorry. Just kidding. Yeah, go to VivTech. Save. What were you doing? I was trying to tell him to buy our shirts. I mean, yeah, that too. <laughs> so if you want to save 15%, go over to VivTech. It is code GUMBO22, and you can save 15% on your order for bulbs. They've got some amazing new uh, monitors, not not lizards, but to be able to monitor your cages, uh, cameras, mounts for the cameras. I, I'm, we're going to get them on soon, and we're going to go through all their new products. They have a ton of new products at VivTech, but that is code GUMBO22 to save you 15% over on VivTech's website, and then go to our Facebook page, uh, shirts, hoodies, yoga pants, because that looked fun to make, so I made those. Yoga pants. Yeah, yoga pants. I put a new shirt out. Do we have Speedos for Darren Watson yet? We do not have Speedos. And, uh, James. Just because I'm afraid that if he we he buys one, he'll take a picture, and I, I no one wants to see that. <laughs> uh, I did make a new shirt. I put our, our logo that's on the front of the shirt I'm wearing, our old logo, on the back, and then I put our new logo on the pocket. Uh, I got to get one of those, because... I like Maybe that. Santa will bring you one for Christmas. Santa. It's too close for you to buy stuff for yourself. I know him. That's right. Anyways, let's go ahead and bring our guest in. Oh, man. It's been a while. I got to... The mouse is all over the place. All right. And there we go. It's Jana King from ASM Royal Tales. That is a mouthful. It is. I'm sorry. <laughs> but how's it going? It's going well. How are you guys? Good. I'm, I'm going to 
get us talking in a second, then I'm going to eat my food I once know. I once I get our shared fork. <laughs> so what does the A-M- a- ASM stand for? Uh, it's the first letter of my three kids' names. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Ari- yeah, Ariana, Serafina, and Magnolia. Yeah, that's something that uh, Chris Eaton loves. Yeah, he totally made fun of me for it. It was great. Chris Eaton's a huge kid guy. Loves kids. <laughs> loves kids. Loves kids. Favorite. Lo- loves when you talk about them. You name things after them. You tell them how wonderful kids are. Chris loves that. So anybody listening, feel free to shoot Chris Eaton a message about your kids. Shoot them up. You know, if you got pictures taking uh, fan, like holiday pictures coming up, go ahead and send oh, those holiday a Christmas card. Send those holiday pictures of your kids over to him. He'll <laughs> love them. Or those videos. He really likes. Those. Loves that. Uh, any anything to do with kids? Oh, that almost sounds bad, actually. Uh, anything legal to do with kids? <laughs> Chris Eaton is a fan of. But I guess yeah, that, a, that took a dark turn. Real I know. Quick. I realized when I said it, and then who I was talking about, I probably should. Uh, I probably should fix that. I mean, because if you've ever seen him, he does kind of give off the creepy uncle vibes. No, I don't get me no. wrong. I trust him around my kid. I've had him around no. my kid. Oh man, he's gonna slaughter all of us. In in person, no, he loves me. Stop. Well, you're ahead. Nah, in person, he's a great guy. I let him around Back my kid all the time. Up. Hey, we picked him up from the airport. We did pick him up from the airport. <laughs> so, uh, but since we're talking about Chris Eaton, uh, let's go ahead and give a plug real quick. So, what do you have going on that involves the fat guy? The fat man. Um, so, right now, Chris Eaton is doing his 15 minutes of lame contest. Which is bullshit. I got ripped off last year. Whatever. Bullshit. That's, um, that's, that's, how did that, you get ripped off? I should have no, no, won. No, 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 no. We are I not going to go no. there. We are not. I should have won. Shanna. No, no. And Antoine oh, no. Hood should not, not have won. Jesus I've only Christ. been here for two minutes, and we've already offended Chris Eaton <sighs> and opened a can of words. Antoine, I'm gonna need you to come whoop his ass. Let's Did go. Antoine? I don't even remember Antoine Hood. I don't think he won. Did he win last year? Yeah, I think yes. Uh, yeah. Did he? Winner That's right. Fuck him. Last year. Because okay, there, were, there were issues with like cheating. Like, yes. I just, yes, and I guarantee all of my votes got thrown away. Uh, I was supposed to win. I probably wasn't gonna win. I fucking hate ball pythons and I shit on them every week. There's no way. <laughs> So was, what you're saying is you would like a recount. I would like a recount without Antoine's votes involved. <laughs> There's no way he won. So what you're saying is it was a close second. Oh, my gosh. No, no I, I won in a landslide, but somehow there were some hanging chads and some uncounted votes. <laughs> Ever. And uh, Antoine Fair Hood enough. is a huge cheater. And I'll come say on, that Antoine. to his face on, on the computer, uh, not I'll in feed person. you and you can come whoop his ass for me. Fuck you, Antoine. <laughs> uh, but... Did, can see anal size says that uh, Chris reminds him of Ron Jeremy without the prison time. I think without the without the going to jail thing, and probably without the huge penis. Oh my gosh! I mean, I'm just guessing. I'm well, just I'm guessing. Not, I'm not allowed to comment on that. I'm sorry. I'm gonna say without the huge penis. Oh Although that may be the one thing he's got going for him. Why are we talking about this? Because I'm not. I'm not sure. See anal side brought up. If we're gonna, no. we're gonna bring it up. Um, it's as good as he says. See, anal side brought up his penis. I don't. I don't need to know any of this at all oh, about Chris okay. Eaton. Sorry, sorry. We well, can now move you on know. To the contest. <laughs> now you know. Now you know, and <laughs> now you know the reputation uh, is earned. Now you anyway, know the rest moving of the story. on. God Almighty. Very, very far moving on. So, anyways, on, on to. Uh, hopefully, there will be no cheating this year. But you are yes. competing for the fi- the full episode. Uh, Correct. From the 15 minutes of lame that I should have gotten last year. What? Haven't you done an episode with him? That was, was that was. 
Did I follow him up and be like, yo, can I have a full episode? No, I'm pretty sure. Like, didn't you do no, that? No, that was my 15 minutes of lame. Oh. Well, I mean, he's been on this one. Oh, maybe that's what it is. And and then, you know, and then I went on there 15 minutes of lame and didn't talk about a single ball python. Oh, my God. So that's probably why I didn't get any votes. <laughs> uh, Darren Watson said if we had a reptile gumbo speedo, we would know. That, that, oh, oh God. <laughs> Wow, you guys, he's never going to speak to me again Dar- after this. Darren, Just there's so another know. reason no, 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 we're no, no. not getting Darren Speedo Watson made. Darren wants a reptile gumbo No, he speedo. wants Chris Eaton to wear the reptile gumbo speedo. I thought Darren Chris was going to wear the... He, he is, but he's saying that if Chris Eaton was wearing a reptile gumbo speedo, oh. we would know about his penis. Oh, okay. I'm, I totally am following now. I apologize. You're following Chris Eaton's penis? Is there like no. a Twitter page for that? Or I think that if you just... Tell him you've given consent and ask nicely. He might just send it to you. Oh, I mean, it's- my God. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> I don't, uh, at that point, I mean, my- he's he's very into consent. So you, you must state that you're giving your consent. But um, no. I, I think you might. That's hilarious. So, Darren, if it really, really matters to you, just there you go, Darren. slide into his DMs. Ask Chris for a picture of his penis. Go for it, Darren. Oh my Have God. at it. This took a turn. Anyways. So uh, when is the, the voting has started, right? Let's get back oh, to. Oh, he isn't. He's in the comments. Oh, there he is. Oh shit! <laughs> I What's just up, Chris? Sent him a message. <laughs> We're gonna be so in the doghouse. It's oh, not I'm, even funny. I'm not in the doghouse. Oh. I don't. I don't care at all. I sound like cornbread when I talk. It's okay. <laughs> it's, it's. I sent him a message one time. It was a meme, and it was like, "No, you don't sound like you're from the south. You just sound like cornbread when you talk." All of this Chris eating penis conversation has gotten in the way of me eating my food. Mm-hmm. So, uh, which are things <laughs> okay, I never well, thought I'd say. If you're in the the chat and the live still, if you've made it through all of that, uh, make sure that you give Reptile Gumbo a subscribe if you haven't already. Um, if you're it's not always about penises, I promise. Not always about penises. We'll just keep moving forward. Um, if you're in the chat commenting, hit the like button. Come on, guys, oh let's let's help them out there. Um, yeah, so I'm in the 15 minutes of lame uh, with there's 22 of us and. Um, it's a little bit different this year because of, you know, how badly you got cheated last year. You know, he wanted to make that up to you. It's so bullshit. he he's made the contest longer. There is a, a voting, but it's a third party voting. So like none of us could like hire bots or something to yes, mess with the count. That was a big issue last year. Like what's wrong with people? Like just be a decent human. Human. Well, yeah. the, the problem is that Chris has a lot of ball python people on. So decent human is not really <laughs> in their vocabulary. But, oh my goodness. Oh, look. Lizard Morph is on there. Now he's talking about Chris Eaton's penis. See? <laughs> now it's gone international. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> so Cool. Did not expect this to come up. <laughs> so I'm going to just blame you guys for that. I um, blame James for everything. It's totally fine. I think yeah. look, I think the percentage that uh, old Seattle side put up there, 10% genitalia, 40% food, 50% reptiles, is probably about what our podcast is. I 100% can do that yeah. because 9 times nine and a half times out of ten. Nine and a half inches out of ten? No. Oh. You have this weird obsession with animal penises. They're very interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, we just did a episode on uh, slippery dick fish. Mm-hmm. So you should really look that up and make that one of your next episodes because it's good stuff. Yeah, I mean, the old corkscrew duck penis is a very interesting penis. Oh my gosh. Oh, we have an episode on that too. That's a, there you go, James. That's, and the fact that a lot of people <laughs> I wear, feel like um, you might be kindred spirits with my co-host, Jessica. 
Well, and a lot of people around here will wear uh, raccoon, raccoon penises. Raccoon penises on like necklaces. I'm like, no. What? There's a bone inside a yeah. raccoon penis, and so they'll take the bone, and uh, it used to be used as a toothpick. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, they'll make necklaces. This is true. Out. I'm this not making this shit up. This one. Fact. This one's real. I promise. That is not happening. But they in will Seattle. wear it. Just, like everybody they'll, to know. <laughs> yeah, they'll wear it on a necklace. It's. That's interesting. That's an interesting life choice. Yeah, yeah, so there's voting happening every day. You can vote for multiple different people, but you just have to wait 24 hours to vote for a different person. Um, And then there are three judges this year, which they haven't had in the past. So the two winners from the previous year, um, Antoine, (coughs) I'm sorry, the cheater. Fuck Antoine. Uh, (laughs) And then Shane Kelly. Um, and then I think just to like completely have himself out of the contest, um, Donato, a good friend of Clayton's is going to be the third judge. So in order to win, you have to, I don't know. So you have to bribe them. (laughs) No, no, no. I'm I'm really not sure what you need to win. And everybody seems to think because it's a week and a half in and I have 23% of the vote that I've like won already. And I'm like, oh, and I'm a cheater. It's it's all those blowjobs in the hey, back. I'm are there uh, are there write-in votes? Can we do write-in votes? Everybody's going to vote for me. Oh my gosh! I should have won last year. Um, yes, I think sir. the write the write-in votes were canceled because of all the hanging chads that screwed you last year. So yeah, fucking chads, fucking chads. Oh um, so I mean, there's still like a lot of contests left, and there's the judges, and it's all a little ambiguous as to how that could go because the judges could, could each pick a different person, and it doesn't necessarily mean that they're the majority popular vote so it'll be interesting to see how it plays out and i i think that right now it's not an accurate judge of who is going to win it's just where we're at right now that's really cool where's that yeah. i need i need to find the list is it on it's on snakes in the fat and his old a... ass having a website i knew you'd have a website <laughs> <laughs> and there's a link uh on his homepage that says 15 minutes vote now there's no way he actually does the uh, the editing on his website. There's just no way. Why? Really? He designs websites. He's like really good at that. Yeah, I just don't see him doing it for his. Why not? Because it's Chris. Oh my god! All right, let's see who we can vote. Uh, we got. Uh, so these are people you're not going to vote for. Yeah, don't vote for these people. Everybody's voting for Jana. Oh, I feel bad saying <laughs> not vote for them because don't vote for them, even though some of them are people I like. Uh, and no, you see, what you can do is you can vote for different people on different days. Well, I don't know. So just. Vote for me two days of the week and then vote for somebody else every other day of the week. I do love your thought process behind that. That's fabulous. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know Andrew Lyons of Redwood Reptiles, so don't vote for him. I don't know him. No, uh, he's not in the contest anyway. Nah, no. Fuck off. No. Uh, I know Nathan Katz. Nathan Katz is a cool guy, but he's a bar. He teaches people how to become a barber and he has no hair. So it's just a, I don't trust a barber with no hair. It's very weird. Why? Because he's got no hair. He do, they don't practice on themselves. I don't care, but it just seems weird. No. Anyways, uh, our buddy Victor. Victor's up for that. There's Victor. No. I'm surprised he's not in the chat. I love Victor. Uh, I don't know Pacey, Casey Parker, so she's out. Patrick Chung, don't know him. You're gone. Shamir Bernard, nope, don't know you. Bree, nope, don't. Nope. Nope. A lot of people I don't know. Nope. Nope. Oh, all right. I need people. So, you know, like uh, when you watch the... The commercial with the sad Sarah uh, McLaughlin music. Do not be an asshole. And it's like the puppies. Don't. 
And those poor do puppies it. don't have homes. Don't do it, James. And they look so sad. Why are you such a jerk? That's Caleb Howell. James! So if anybody should feel sorry, go look at Caleb. And just that face alone should make you want to give him a vote or two. You're so Oh, my gosh. Horrible. Did you guys watch the debate on Chris Eaton's channel? No. So he has like a, like, making fun of kind of like politics. He has like a little debate of the first half of the contestants. And then the second half is going to happen next week. And <sighs> Caleb was in that debate. And... He's like, I should win because I'm the youngest contestant. And then Chris was like, well, you know, you've been in the hobby the longest as well. <laughs> maybe maybe we should go with that. Because oh he's God. been in it since he was a little kid. Yeah. Uh, and, oh, it was just really, it was I, brutal. I may have snapped a picture of him and his girlfriend and sent it to Chris Eaton during the Pearland show. Oh, Did you're you outing really? yourself? Oh, I don't care. I'm not afraid of that. Oh, okay. No, it's Caleb. I'm heard, not afraid of Caleb. We heard rumors of these pictures, but... Uh, Oh, it was definitely me. I was, oh, okay. I just, I was sitting there while he was talking to us and snapped a picture because I knew Chris Eaton would enjoy that one. So, uh, but still, everyone uh, feels sorry for him. I know he looks twelve, and somehow his driver's license doesn't say he is. Um, he is apparently an adult. Well, age wise, age wise. Yeah. So we were talking, and I was like, "Be quiet, Caleb. The adults are talking." And he's like, "I'm an adult." Kinda. And I was like. Well, 18 doesn't really count, honey. Try again. I was like, maybe legal drinking age. He's 23. He's 23. Yeah. No, he's, he's 23. 23. Holy crap. I did I not mean, know. he does live at home with his parents and he has Caleb. But, you know, people go give him some pity votes. He yeah. needs them. He needs those yeah, pity votes. Yeah, don't vote for Jana. Go vote for Caleb. I mean, he's a really smart I, guy. I honestly want to make Chris Heaton have to sit through an entire episode talking to Caleb. Be, I'm not gonna I, lie. I, I wouldn't be able to watch it, but I, it would be pretty funny to see how mad Chris. I'm not gonna. Lie. I know we're on here to like promote Jana, and that's great. But could you imagine if Chris Eaton had to spend at least an hour talking to Caleb? You are on a tear tonight, sir. I'm t- that would be the most entertaining podcast ever made. Chris Eaton is uh, gonna like. Also on this list is Megan Kelly from Megaconda, and if you remember, uh, with Megan Kelly, that's the one that. Chris had never heard of her somehow and thought that she belonged on 15 Minutes of Lame, even though she's been breeding anacondas for fucking forever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, uh, do you know who I am, sir? Yeah. That's, that's a that's a weird one to have on 15 Minutes of Lame. But so don't vote for her. She She's fine. Well, I don't think she's participating really in the contest. I haven't seen her promoting it or anything. And then uh, and then there's the Janet. And then there's a bunch of other people I, I don't know. So uh. Give Caleb some pity votes. He he needs them. He's I mean, trust me, if you just go look at his picture. James Lewis. I love Caleb. It's okay. It's okay. I can handle it. You go vote for Caleb. I'll vote for Caleb today, guys. Join me. People and are gonna feel so bad vote. for me picking on Caleb, but they have no idea that he fucking loves it. He does. He loves it a lot. He's a he's a masochist. He's a what? People Whoa. Tell. He does. Oh, sorry. He, I, we're he, talking about penises. Is he this does a family friendly himself? podcast? No, no. <laughs> this is not a family friendly podcast. Oh, uh, good. But yes, go over and vote for it. It is sponsored by Canova. So it is sponsored by Canova. I was, I was surprised you didn't get him as one of the judges, but I guess he already sponsored it. He said, "Fuck it, I've given Chris enough. I'm not going to give him more of my time." I don't know, Chris. Comment below. Why is Canova not a judge? J- Justin, Justin realized. Look, guy, look, I'm giving you my name. You can use that. Don't, don't bother me anymore. Oh my goodness. So. Go vote for that. All right. I want to get to our question this week because we had some pretty good ones. We had some great responses with that, too. We did. And the question came from Janet. It was, uh, how has the industry's recession trend changed your 2023 season business slash hobby plans? Um, which we've all kind of been hit by this recession. If you haven't, I don't I don't know where how that's possible. But uh, 
we'll go through these and then we'll talk about kind of ours and we'll talk about yours and, and what's going on. But uh, our, our buddy Robert, who I guess is not going to make it and I feel horrible for him, he did respond. I'll go ahead and read his. Uh, says he will probably only pair a few ball pythons. When I say he, he really means his wife and his son will probably <laughs> only pair a few ball pythons yeah. that we want holdbacks from and most of the colubrids. As far as the Lone Star Reptile Racks, they're down to about 35% revenue from this time last year when everybody had all that money. And it's very hard to keep the doors open on the business that relies on the reptile industry right now because not a lot of people are building. Like, a lot of people are getting out because they don't have money. And so they're selling a lot of their racks and cages. So it's hard for racks and cage people because all the yeah. used racks and cages are flooding the market. So there's not much you can do about it. It sucks. Um, our buddy Alana, who moved up north to be a Yankee, fucking Yankees. <laughs> uh, so said she, it's definitely uh, be very hard when she agrees with Robert on the pairing of holdbacks and definitely time to buckle down and wait. Uh, our friend Megan, I'm not even going to make fun of her last name. I'm, I'm going to leave it there. Our friend Megan, uh, I've put off bringing home more animals for the most part. I don't. Wait a minute. Should I check for a temperature? No, nah, don't worry. You didn't make fun of her name. I, I will. feel like I should check I on your it. sanity. Well, she says she put. I was just going to say, what did you put in his dinner? I don't know. <laughs> still, still and I ate first. Like, that's the crazy thing. You, you could read some of these and then I could eat Do you now. Want, okay. That would be awesome. I'll read Megan. Do you want to read Megan's? No, go ahead. No, okay. She said, I put off bringing home more animals for the most part. Anything I've recently acquired has either been gifted to me or was very inexpensive. I don't think all those decisions to not bring uh, animals home are the recession. No, I think that's her trying to not make her husband. Yeah, I don't think that's the recession. I think that's marriage. <laughs> Uh, as much as I'd love to add certain species to my crew, more animals isn't a necessity. Thankfully, I have my larger snakes already upgraded into higher uh into higher and or PVC. I don't I think there's a typo there. So I will just have to wait on additional upgrades for now. My goal is to maintain the quality of life for my current animals, uh mammals included. Gross. Uh unfortunately I've had to become a mostly looker at reptile shows. That's everybody's become a looker at reptile shows. This is not just Megan. Uh it's, it's Where is this posted? It's on our Facebook page. Not on the dis discussion group. It was on both. Oh, okay, I was on the wrong page. I was like, "There's only one comment here." It doesn't. Yeah, that's make that's Travis's. Yeah, but the other one is on. Yeah, I got you. I'm on the right page. Good job. Way to join the podcast. Uh, you want to read Drew's, and then I can eat some pancakes. And then you can eat. Where is there? It's, it is. It's. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm almost there. The internet's tricky for Katie. Everybody, <sighs> computers are hard. Uh, I'm gonna stab you in the face. Well, please do. That would be exciting. Well, we only have one <laughs> fork, and I'm using it. So, ha. Huh. No, you are contemplating using it. You, you can still get to eat your it It's true. It's sitting here. All these pancakes are just soaking up syrup. They're going to be amazing because what? even oh. though Katie doesn't like syrup, fucking weirdo. I, I, small doses, I'm okay. No, you need to drown that shit. I don't want it to touch me at all. W what the fuck are you doing with the syrup? I don't like when it gets what? on your hands. What I the fuck? How are you eating <laughs> shit? And just what are you doing? Even when you close the lid on the container, it gets on your hands. How bad are you at dealing with I syrup? I hate syrup. Anyways, Drew Schultz says that they've been doing more public events at the zoo that cost 7 to $8 per person. So rather than a lot relying on just one person to do a private event for a large sum of money, um, this seems to be working for them so far. This time of the year is usually the slow season anyway. So there's been a lot of non-essential improvements that have been put back on the back burner. It's been okay, uh, but they're hoping next spring and summer will pick up. Uh, our friend Amanda Reddy said that they're widening their feeder roaches, branching into more specifics that are prolific. Um, they get 18,000 crickets every other week. And she said, that's just rough in general. 
That's a lot of crickets. Um, that's, a lot. that's a lot more noise than the one lone cricket that we have in the background here. Uh, she said she does plan to be more feeder stained by next baby season. Um, they also try to keep an eye on produce sales each week and they try to make smart purchases for gut loading reasons. Uh, side note, Lee hates green banana roaches. Yeah, they're gross. Um, so she had to make some wall decor when they arrived. I kind of want to know. It's all good until the roach starts fucking flying. <laughs> yeah, is that a cross? That looks like a catchy pad almost that the cockroach is stuck to. No, it's a, like a cross stitch. Oh, it's a cross stitch. Oh, that is pretty. That's some awesome detail, too. It's like uh, neon cross stitch. Yeah. Uh, Paul Byfield mm-hmm. says, well, I haven't started pairing yet, so there's that. Um, so... <laughs> Oh, I thought you read Danielle. I did not read Danielle. You went from Megan to Drew. You skipped Danielle. No, on mine, Drew is next. Oh, Megan. She's right after Megan on mine. Um, so Danielle Cruz said, no more animals except in really extraordinary circumstances. She'll upgrade babies as needed, but she grows in tubs anyway, so it's not a huge issue. She is also now growing her own feeders for the insect eaters, and she has a garden for her herbivores. So it's a little garden, but it does have their staples that they need. This time of the year is really great for growing like lettuces and things like that because those are all grown in the winter. That is wild. You could not grow anything in Seattle right now. Okay, well, that is also, I forgot you're in Seattle. Yes, also true, not there. You're like, it's great for lettuces time of year. And I'm uh, like, what? It was, uh, it was 80 degrees. I accidentally muted you. I was trying to turn myself off. Oh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, it was 80 degrees today yep. in Texas. Wow. And it was snowing today in the, Seattle. The low tonight is 42. So we're dropping from a high of 80 with ridiculous amounts of humidity uh, down. It was fucking miserable outside today. It was today. horrible at recess today. Absolutely horrible. Um, mute your microphone right now. Can you hear me eating? Yes. Is it bothering you? I will get up and leave. You are not funny. Um, it's like one of the few things I cannot handle. Uh, let's see. Thankfully, she's still growing out. Amanda said it was hand embroidery. Oh, that's awesome. That is a lost art. Uh, so Danielle is growing out breeders. Um, I do find it interesting, though, because she said that there's no more animals except under really extraordinary circumstances. And her very good friend, Megan who's also our very good friend, said there must be some damn miracles happening in her house lately. (laughs) Because I also know for a fact she's had quite a few critters coming home with her. A few of different snakes. Um, She's still waiting on one animal to come home. But she said then there's going to be like a ban on animals that are allowed to come through the door. Unless it's like an inheritance thing. So, uh, Because apparently she's on a list for an indigo. Because those have to be given to you i think or i don't know There's what a, that rule is i don't know anyway because she's talking about texas indigo i think yeah i would imagine yeah. i don't think well she said except in case of inheritance in which case it's indigo time so i don't know the rule in te- I, robert would know it on the yeah i know easterns you have to have like a permit and all yeah but, i don't know any of that sorry right. yeah, so jana sorry <laughs> jana how is how is it affecting you um well I mean, it is making me think about my pairings, but um, also I've had a lot of life changes and right now I'm going to school full time um, to get my nursing degree. And so that 
is a big shift for me. I was doing um, ball pythons full time. And so this year I had 23 clutches and I, that's not sustainable when you're going to school full time and you're a single mom to three. So whether it was a recession or not, I was planning to pare down anyway, but I'm really looking at, like you had said, what do I want to make to hold back for myself? So I won't be doing any pairings just to pair what I have. I am only going to be doing pairings that fit my projects and move my projects forward. Um, I just need to pause so, you for one second because uh, Will's hella heat said he's here to support you because ball shit starts an hour later. You know what? You could just totally ignore the ball shit podcast. <laughs> That's definitely a thing out there you Thanks, can do. Will. Will, I'm so glad you decided <laughs> to make that comment. And just uh, and just listen to ours. And I mean, it's just going to be Sean talking for two hours. Okay, you interrupted Jana. Pause your microphone. I was listening. <sighs> okay. Go ahead. Okay, go. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I have pared down quite a bit of uh, breeder females that were um, lower end because I was waiting for my higher end stuff to grow up. So I had a lot of stuff in that wasn't necessarily towards my goals. So when you say pared down for uh, someone who married into the hobby, what specifically does that mean? Oh, I just mean that I sold some of my breeder females. Oh, that, okay. Gotcha. It didn't fit my projects. Oh, okay. Um, so I've like, I had like, 80 breeder females and now i have like 40 okay gotcha so like a lot okay um, and then i have some stuff growing up um but i don't know if i'll breed all 80 of what i have left um because right towards the end of um trying to sell those girls the market just went gotcha. and so it's like literally not even worth it to list some of them so i may just keep them around and, and feed them and wait tell like spring or whatever and then sell off those girls that I don't plan on breeding so this is um, not meant to be offensive at all um which means it will be no it, it probably will come across that way because I don't I don't know oh I'll just spit it out we're good ask the question so is it not because I don't know what you have all other than ball pythons so like I don't know if you have like higher end stuff I don't know if you have lower end stuff that is a hundred percent just because I'm married into the hobby i'm here for like the normal person's point of view um ain't shit normal about you (laughs) i can be normal sort of maybe anyways um can could you wholesale some of your stuff or do you have stuff that is like you don't wholesale Well, she's talking about adults though she doesn't want to wholesale adults oh i thought you were talking about like babies that were no 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 i'm talking about adults oh Um, never mind just kidding babies I do a lot of shows and our show um, circuit is a lot different than in the South. Like our show circuit is still doing really well. Um, And there's like six within three hours of me a year. And so um, they get really well attended. There's usually like 5,000 people that come through the door. Awesome. Um, Yeah. They they're doing really well because the hobby, the reptile hobby up here is still relatively new and untapped. Gotcha. Um, so I take all my babies to shows. Oh, that, that makes are sense. Absolutely. Like under 500 and then everything like over 500, I'll put up on Morph Market. Um, but I am into the um, G-Stripe Clown and the Clown Pied projects. Okay. Um, so I'm going to Google the G-Stripe part because I don't know what that is. But the rest <laughs> of it, I understood. I've been paying attention to our ball python people. Um, I'm also tr- trying to diversify a little bit. Um, so I have a trio. That's what this is. This is a bioactive um, for red-sided garters. Oh, cool. Um, so I have a trio growing up 
they're about a year and a half and I'm not brumating them. So they may breed like in the summertime, like in six months, but if they don't, it's like no big deal. Um, and then I have a friend that's offering me a hognose pair that I'm still on the fence about. And then I have a, a king snake trio that I tried to breed this year and totally failed at, but I'm going to try it again. They're brumating right now, but um, just a little bit of snake? diversity. And they're just the California king snakes. That's cool. Yeah. Hog, hog noses cool. smell horrible. <laughs> well, thanks for the heads up on that. I've heard yeah. the babies are really hard to get started too. That on top of their shit is so bad. And any hog nose person telling you they're not are lying. Is it just like because of what they eat or is it just like a. That's the way the digestive system just, works. I mean, they're colubrid, so most colubrid shit smells I was going to say, yeah, our corn but hog noses don't are, smell the greatest. I mean, hog noses yeah. are rough. Uh, all of the colubrids are a lot different to take care of than yeah. ball pythons are so easy and colubrids are, see are much more hands-on and see what's funny about that is ball pythons are easy now like if you were to go back 30 years ball pythons are not easy like they they're dying all we the didn't damn time know as much yeah well it's just they were imported they were cheap and a lot of them didn't eat and a lot of them would go on like hunger strikes and then just starve to death and they, like they're super easy now. She can fucking put them in a shoebox and they'll breed. No, I bet. She, I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. they're insanely easy now. This G now they're very stripe hardy. looks cool. It's yeah. Stripe. Look up the the clown G stripe. It's called the Kiki Project, but I don't like to call it that. Kiki. Someone smoking. Kiki. Thank you, James. Oh, yeah. What movie was that? That was um. Oh, it's America Sweethearts. Is that yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen Julia, that movie? Julia with Roberts. Julia Roberts? And what's her name? I like her, but I don't think I've seen it. <laughs> what's the, it's the her 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 dad's she famous. She was in Chicago. It's not Angelina Jolie. It's not Angelina Jolie. You're right. It's so no. Fuck me. My brain just went blank. Start with a Z. Is it Catherine's at a Jones? Yeah, it's in there. There's a C in there. Okay. Anyways, it, there's a scene in the film where the one who's famous is complaining about someone in the general area smoking. Her sister's name is Kiki, who is also her manager. So she's like, Kiki, Kiki, someone's smoking. So anytime <laughs> we're in public anywhere and someone is smoking, this one over here has to go, Kiki, Kiki. I'm like, Yeah, really? the person who first hit the G-Stripe clown, that's his daughter's nickname. And so he called the project the Kiki Project after his daughter. And so like, not very many people like calling it that but we're all like trying to be really respectful because it's after his daughter so it's kind of cool yeah though. i'll be disrespectful yeah. another reason i fucking hate ball pythons you can name <laughs> whatever you want just fucking name yeah. it what it is then i know what it is and i don't have to try yeah. and figure out what it is off of 15 different people giving it 15 different nicknames these are kind of cool Ooh, i like the zebra thing that just popped up what let me just click it on i'm looking at ball pythons now how would you stop doing that <laughs> So pretty. <laughs> Gross. Are you guys mostly colubrids? No, I, I do boas. Boas. Okay. I like colubrids. So I have a corn snake in my classroom, and then I got a Mexican black king snake. Finally, a few uh, about a year ago. What? What's this? You have. I have. You take care of them. You do. Yeah, a great, that makes it mine. You do a great <laughs> job taking care of it, babe. You don't even know what it eats. Which one? Exactly. <laughs> I can assume what they eat, but I just tell you I need to feed them and or the one in the classroom at least, and you just give it to me in a Ziploc bag wrapped in a paper towel. You are an enabler. Oh, I'll stop. <laughs> now that I know, I'm done. 
No, I got uh, mostly sand boas and boa constrictors and some rainbow boas and rosy boas, four ball pythons. Do you have a Brazilian or Colombian? Brazilian. Brazilian all the way. Okay, good. Yeah, I've got uh, I've got a female. My male died. That was it now two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was 18? 18, I think, 17, 18. He was the snake that started it all in the collection. Oh, I'm yeah. so sorry. That sucks. That and, was a rough and, one. Well, and what's yeah. been rough, rough since was uh, I have six babies left from the litter, and I was holding back three, and all of them, uh, and, I, and I've asked several people, and if anybody listening knows what the fuck it is, feel free to tell me, but all six of them turned gray, like in deep shed, and then began to look like shit at the, same, at the same time. And uh, no idea. No other snake in my collection. The adult female doesn't look. They all turned gray. They uh, they looked horrible. They're now after I don't know six months. Now starting to shed, and they still kind of look like shit. But they're shedding now. But the entire time they've been eating. Uh, Bathroom been is all normal. Everybody's uh, growing. The We've only one up to several. The only one that died was one that I tried to remove the skin because I thought it was shedding. So I used like some sheddies stuff to try and help. I thought it needed to shed. It did not. And that led to eventually it dying. So yeah, it's been a pain in the ass. It was a, it was rough. Yeah, we yeah, reached out especially to if you're th- wanting to keep back a male. It's yes. hard right. to do that if they're sickly. Yes, yeah. that was the whole thing. Was I needed to keep back? I was keeping back 1.2 because they were all of because it was my my male died and I needed I uh, needed some of his babies. And now I'm like fuck. Now they all look like shit and I don't know if they're gonna make it. And they're they're doing pretty good now. They just look like shit and I can't figure it out. Nothing else in the collection looks that way. But yeah, yeah I've never heard that. Are there groups for like? Yeah, I've, I've asked. I've asked some like pretty well-known rainbow breeders, and and no one has a clue what it is. I'm like, well, good. That makes. I have no idea. It makes you feel better that you're not. Feel better. Yes, I was yeah. gonna say it did make us feel better that we didn't do something horribly right. yes. wrong. Well, but at the same time, it was very frustrating because not here are these people who've been doing it for years and are very well known in that specific field, and they, they don't know nothing. Well, and like it, the surprising thing is that my my male made it to adulthood because he was my first snake, and they are the worst fucking first snake. If you've never like anybody out there thinking about getting a first snake, don't don't let it be a rainbow boa. They, just, they tell you that 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 is not a starter snake. Nope, they didn't tell me that when I bought it. Oh. And uh, they sold it to me. But, I mean, that thing made it through so much horrible uh, keeping and did great. Lived 18 years. Uh, but, yeah, it was it was rough. That's my daughter's dream snake. And so she's kept a ball python alive. And she just got a baby hog nose. And she's keeping that alive. Um, so we're we're working on it. But I'm like, that is not a beginner snake. I love that you're working her up to it, though. That's so <laughs> they're just, awesome. Yes. They're just, they're tricky as babies. They're, they're super sensitive as babies. You get yeah, them to adulthood. Yeah, if their humidity isn't just right, then they're dead. Yeah, it's, they, they, they will dry out. Like, so like with ball pythons, you'll know every now and then a water bowl will go dry. And you go, oh, shit, it went dry. The ball python's fine. Totally fine. Yeah. They like didn't even notice. No, no. If you're if your rainbow boa's water bowl goes dry, you've got like the rest of that day to get water in there, and then and it could die. It, I mean, within yeah, a day or so, it no, could die. I've heard that. Um, yeah. But the adults are pretty bulletproof. I mean, you look at like like a lot of the adult because they're still imported, so you get adult imports coming. And those things are are really good. But uh, yeah, the babies once you get them out of, out of the baby phase, they're fine. So, but I love Brazilians. They're way prettier than Colombians. Oh yeah, they're gorgeous. They're so pretty. I actually like the the white lipped pythons that shimmer like that too. But I've heard they are jerks. <laughs> yeah, I can see. Yeah, yeah, they have a history of being being rough. The great thing about boas, though, oh, she's got a little kid. Where's, oh my gosh! If this was Chris, where's Chris? Hi. Is Chris still watching? Chris, there's a kid on the screen. She's so cute. 
Hi. Can you say hi? This is Magnolia. This is the M in ASM. And she hasn't been feeling good. That's why she's out here. Can oh, you go no. sit on the couch and wait for mommy to be done with her podcast? <laughs> yeah. Bless her. <laughs> How old is she? She's four. Oh. Okay. Go. S- oh, you're going to stay here. That's lovely. That's now, okay. I need you to go on the couch for me, please. <laughs> say yes, ma'am. I love it. Yes, ma'am. Good Our, so my niece has those almost those exact same headphones. Oh, yeah. And that's all well and good until you're driving around at night and she's in the back of your car. And you think it's a cop. Yes, because her eyes are blue. And I'm like, every time I would look in my rear view mirror, I was like, fuck, my brother, I'm going to get pulled over with my brother's kids in the car and I'm never going to hear the end of it because those two would have told the whole damn family that Aunt Katie got pulled over. Like I would have told them. It was terrifying. Those I hated those headphones in that moment of our trip. My oldest has a pair that's like they're white and then it does like the red. And so I kept like, what's going on back there? And it was like freaking me out. Uh-huh. And then I realized what was happening. And we think- were like driving home from a, a one day reptile show. My 10 year old goes with me and has her own little business. But so we, we've been we drove down three hours and I'm like four in the morning and then it's like 10 at night and we're driving back so we've been awake for way too long and i keep seeing i'm like yes. i'm hallucinating cops uh-huh i mean oh, like I it did. was totally bizarre i'm really glad i'm not the only one who's ever done that though because mm. i think hers are black and so the lights are blue and it's different shades of blue and yeah i totally thought there were cops like following uh, yeah. me home the whole time yeah but, but anyway i did not fall asleep driving on the way because <laughs> they kept getting those like lights <laughs> Yes. Woo! And I'm just like, you've got because to then you off. start hearing the sirens like in your head or like in the songs yeah. on the radio. No, you're just crazy. <laughs> uh, so there was one more. Well, there was one more comment we didn't get to because I posted on the other one, so I wanted to get the other comment out. Oh yeah. So uh, and then our buddy Travis Wyman said, "No changes for him. He only plans on doing one or two pairings this season, so not really a stress for him in terms of keeping a surplus. Also, have an easy outlet for wholesale if he needs to get rid of some, but." <coughs> He's got a lot of non-ball python stuff too. So, mm-hmm. so I'm curious, and this is something that I should probably just pay better attention to. I'm curious as far as the differences go. Like, Jana, you do this for a living, right? Or is this more of a hobby for you? Um. Well, before I got a divorce in March, um, it was like my full-time thing gotcha but it was not paying any bills like it was just all trying to build it you know like everybody who's doing ball pythons it's a growing year you know that bullshit (laughs) but since getting a divorce um you know it's kind of hi this is seraphina do you want to wave hi hi? i don't see you yelling at her kid because she's a child and i'm tuning it out it is okay you are a girl and you're chewing into the microphone find something else to oh you're fired okay i love you go play no i was Um, i was about to lose it over here laughing my ass off because i could just see oh it was great it's fine (laughs) she's child she gets away with it so um now that i'm going to school full-time and i'm a single mom and i'm trying to like make everything work it's actually paying for college for me right now because I'm, I'm curious we've had a lot of really great conversations and we had a lot of really great comments but i'm wondering which of those comments are people that are doing this for a full-time living and which of these comments are people in the hobby like how does that differentiate of all those response? people all those people that commented well i know that hobby? 
that Justin has released statements or videos, even though they're to Patreon, like he put clips out um, saying that we all need to be more intentional about our pairings. Correct. And, um, and he, I mean, obviously that's his career. So is he going to do that or is he just going to be wholesaling more? Like, I don't know what his actual plans are, but I think, um, for those people who aren't reliant on it as money, it's easy to say, oh, I'm only going to do a few pairings this year and then we'll see how the market is next year. Exactly. Um, because you want to create supply and demand. But if it's your income, like those people don't really have that luxury. And so. Or th- exactly. Or that choice. This is, I, that I mean, choice. really I, wish Robert I, was here tonight. I would imagine Justin, it's different than the way it affects it. The way he breathes. So like if you were to compare him to someone like Will Banks, right? Will Banks breeds a fuck ton of ball pythons every year. Yes, but Will yes, Banks is supplying pet stores, like large Correct. scale pet stores. He's like a humongous, whole, the wholesaler. Yeah. So he's producing, he's going to sell his. And then Justin, I think, is the other end of the upper side of that, where he is not producing a ton of wholesale quality animals. Uh, he's producing stuff that is higher in and it's going to sell. Plus, once you put Kabilka on on the tag, it, it kind of sells. Say, the recession, I don't think, is affecting him. <laughs> if, it, if it's affecting I mean, him, I mean, it's like, not I mean, affecting him in the way that it's affecting, like, say, you, right? The little guy, right. Um, I've just been really fortunate because um, our market is a little bit more stable. Like, it's obviously going down, like everybody else's. Um, but most people are going to shows and not even able to pay for their table with what they're making. And that's not how it is up here. And so like it's sustaining for now, but if I need to, you know, I have the ability to go and get a job, but I, I just prefer to be around for my kids more. Um, So if I have to do some pairings so that I can keep the lights on, but also advance my projects. But I think a lot of us are making sure that we have um, our ducks in a row and backup plans. So the people who are doing it full time, they may be considering not doing it full time for the next few years because that tends to be the trend is that, it, you know, up and down and the inflation over the last few years is kind of a false inflation because of COVID. So um, that makes sense. Yeah. The people that I've spoken to about the trending, the trends in the industry, you know, this happens and then it, you know, it writes itself. And there was so many people that got into just a second. I got to yell at my kids. Hey. Girls, please go to your room. I'm trying to get her. Okay, you go to your, you go to your she room. She is trying. I you can listen. hear her. I know. You Bless listen her. to, listen, you get your body into your room and I'll talk to your sister. Oh, and we're going to kick the camera too. Magnolia. Get off. Hang on, guys. I'm going to turn off. Go ahead. See, this is why we had one. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. So I was looking at the comments though. And so like Robert, we know Robert does this as a business. Yes. Like, on the rack Megan, side, which is different than having to breathe the, the animal side is not a business side goods. right now. Right. Gotcha. So he's doing the dragons, but again, he's being affected by it because uh, people are not <laughs> buying, buying new stuff right now, which is a big issue. Right. So they don't need the cages in the racks. Yeah. Like, like cause that. we're seeing, cause we've seen a lot of like his stuff that has been sold pop back up, you know, when someone bought a rack and then they bought six uh, ball pythons and they were going to do it as a business and they realized that shit's not going to happen right now. Uh, and so you're seeing people sell entire collections and then that rack. And so it makes it very hard for him to go out and then sell a new rack when someone can just buy a used one. That makes sense. And so okay. that, that's it him more. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, I just like a lot of people jumped in during... Are you guys laughing at me? No, no. we're laughing at the... <laughs> Laughing at the comments. We're laughing at lizard morphs in the comments. He, he said, "Well, isn't this fun?" 
He said you should have popped them in their cages prior to the podcast. <laughs> our Sorry, it's, our it's only like five here, guys. Single, single woman show. I know. It you happens. still have daylight. It's fabulous. Yes. So, um, so many people got in because they were bored and mm-hmm. or they had lost their job during COVID. And this is something you can do from home. From Yeah. So that's like it caused all these people to get into the hobby. And then there was all this, you know, the government was handing out money like madhouses. And so then people were putting it into this hobby. And now that there's a little bit of a recession, people are like, oh, we got sold a can of lies. This market and industry isn't stable. And so they're all trying to get out because what happened is now all of those people who bought in, you know, two or three years ago have breeders that are old enough and they all produced way too many babies. Well, and, and we talked about this before on the show. It, so one, this whole thing, and, and and we've known it for two decades now, is a pyramid scheme. Yes. The problem is the pyramid scheme is now starting to finally crumble because there's so many that got into it thinking they're going to make a ton of money. And one, a lot of them are not breeding quality, right? They went and saw Justin Gobilka's table and saw him breeding something that had clown in it and whatever, whatever, whatever. They don't care what the rest of us. And they went, that thing's selling for five grand and they went out and bought a clown and they went out and bought a pied and they can't figure out why they're not making tons of money now. Or they went out and bought a pastel and like, yeah, I'm going to make millions. And they're selling the same thing that 20 other tables at the show are selling. Yes. Um, I, I don't know. I think that a recession, I mean, while it's not great for our pocketbooks, I think it's good for the hobby because it will weed out some of the people who probably shouldn't be here. Yeah. Um, and get it to like a more stable place and like less like cranking out while Python's like mad. Uh, I mean, 50,000 on morph market. That's insane. That's and when I joined crazy. the Yeah. When I joined the hobby, it was like 8,000 or something. I mean, it was, it's ridiculous. But it's not like, about. it's not like 50,000 high quality ball pythons. No, it's like a thousand high quality ball pythons. And then every other person's fucking yellow belly, whatever. That they thought they were going to, because when they went to the show and saw the $5,000 ball python, they couldn't buy that one. But the guy at the other table had a $100 ball python in their brain. It's a ball python. They bought it. They raised it up. They bred it. And they can't figure out why it only costs $50 now. Like, they can only sell babies for 50 bucks because yeah. you're breeding a shitty snake. Like, it's not, what you're breeding is not the same as watching a Justin Kapilka video going, ah, I'm the same as him. It's just, <laughs> it's not the same fucking thing. No, your $100 pastel is... Um... Like, I don't care if it's Heck Cloud. It's it's still it's not a. Then they go, snake. but it's a Pastavi. It's still fucking cheap. It's still <laughs> a cheap ass snake. Like it's, you can put all those incomplete dominant genes into it you want. It's still a cheap ass snake. So, uh, <laughs> creative. I'm gonna mess that one. Corella, whatever. Corellophis. That one <laughs> said, "Quit breeding shit." I agree. Absolutely. Uh, so I breed. Uh, I breed boas and I'm trying to actually breed three litters of boas this year. And I'm, I'm not overly worried. Like if all three take, I think I can sell them because boas aren't real big right now though. Like, but they'll sell, but they will like, because there's not 50,000 of them uh, on morph market. That's what I meant by they're not. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's also, I feel like the boa industry, my uh, podcasting partner does boas as well. They're used to the idea of you, hatch or not you don't hatch we don't have shit birth. yeah they're birth the live balls. I, I i fixed it sorry <laughs> um you're used to it being a little bit longer to sell the entire yeah they called clutches still or it's a litter not eggs a litter okay you're just used to that 
that timeline of finding the right ho- homes and placing them. Then, well, and ball python people are like, oh, they've had their four meals. Get out the door. What you know? really helps is the 30 ball python breeders at a show and my one <laughs> table with boas on it. Yes. That really fucking is. Although I did have somebody walk by once when I had albino boas for something like, are these retics? I'm like, you, you just need to keep going. You just, you don't need Bone to buy, you, you don't need to buy anything today. Just walk out of the show. Um, yeah. But so I was listening to uh, Reptile Fight Club. I'm, I'm a few episodes behind, but I skipped to one. It was a. Uh, are morphs bad for uh, bad for snakes? Are they are they bad to have? It was I fucking forget what the hold on. I'm gonna look it up. I got it right here so I can get the right title. Um, do morphs take away from the appreciation of wild types? That was the the argument they had, and uh, Chuck took the argument side of yes. And man, he he was not a fan of morphs. And uh, Justin went ahead and took the other side and argued that uh, they're not. Although it kind of ended up feeling very much like Justin just started agreeing with Chuck on a lot of stuff. But listening to it, I, I really disagreed. Uh, <laughs> lizard, lizard morphs, wild types suck. Yes. Uh, well, so I listened to it, and, and the problem for like certain species. So they they do mostly Morelia, mostly carpet pythons, and they were very upset about morphs and and the mixing of stuff and the and not being able to pass. There was I listened to another episode which was about lineage. Is lineage worth it? And that those two episodes kind of went together. But then when you get to things like ball pythons, no one. Gave two shits about a wild wild type ball python. None at all. So like you're not ruining anything there, ball python. And I don't think you're ruining it in in any snake. Like one thing that they said was they felt that a lot of people get into snakes, get into the morphs, and then get out of the morphs and realize that the morphs weren't it. And if or those people got into morphs for the money, or that they get out and they realize they like something else better, and they go back to wild types. And I think that's a lot of for those guys. because that is the group of people they keep as friends. Like they're, yeah, they're, they're carpet gr- is a whole other animal, and they're like very well. And, and I and I know a lot of them, and and I'm not saying that they are they are elitist type people, but they have their own little niche there, and they yes. they they like the idea of knowing that it comes from this part of Australia, and that it's this or that, or that it's this line of whatever, and that's fine. But I don't think getting into morphs means you're in it for the money. Look, I, I love morphs and, and boas. I'm definitely not in it for the fucking money because I can't afford anything that's worth the high dollar stuff. I do it because there's a certain look I want, and I've liked that look for 20 years now, and that's what I'm working towards. Or my sand boas. I love the morphs and sand boas, and I'm sure not doing sand boas for the money. <laughs> so that is. Oh, fact. you mean you're not cranking it in <laughs> over there over the sand? Tons of sandbow money over Shit, here. We're already a two-teacher household. Come on, all man. of you, rush out and get a sandbow as quick. <laughs> so, like to 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 hear that they think that people just get into the morphs. Look, don't get me wrong. We just had this conversation. Tons of people got into ball pythons because they thought they were going to hit it rich, and they they were not reptile people. They were not snake people. They were people that thought they were going to make a buck off of it, and now they're realizing that these animals cost money to take care of. And they're not really reptile people and they don't really want to stay in the hobby. So, yes, that does happen. But there are people out there who just like morphs. Like, there's nothing wrong for liking the wild type, but it doesn't. How do I, I'm trying not to make this. I don't think Chuck's a. There's still room for both. Yeah. Like, so. Trying to say. So, like, Chuck really likes the wild types. That's fine. But someone like myself really likes morphs and certain things. And, and that's fine too. Um, and then you've got to move it towards, if you're talking about money, and we talk about these breeders, you've got to start finding that that middle ground where you're breeding for just quality. So if you're in it because you really love the morphs, that's great. But it, don't just breed a whole litter of pastels because you're like, I love pastels. Like, that's 
that's not good for those snakes because one, you're going to be stuck right. with an entire clutch of pastels because they're just not selling because everyone else has them. An entire clutch of uh, cobra food. Yes. Yeah. So that at that point you've got to be like, all right, well if I'm going to breed, I need to selectively breed, and that's fine. If you want to breed pastels, let me put it this way: you can breed them, but you better breed the best fucking looking ball python pastel morph on earth. And take your time to really fix that thing. Don't just breed shit because you've got it. You're like, no, you I can't breed You better be line breeding the hell out of yeah, that. Yeah, you better become the it. ball python pastel yes. person. Yes. Like, you know, Ozzy Boyd and his orange stream. You know, like, you, if you're going to do something like that, you need to, like, really do it. And it's going to take 15 years. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. And I also agree with you that in the ball python industry, especially, unfortunately, we don't breed quality it's all about like trying to stay ahead of the joneses and if you produce a clutch that has the genes that you want you keep that snake whether it's the best example of those genes or not you just are like oh i hit that and it's a double head so i gotta keep it and it's female like who cares if it looks like shit well and that's that's the problem is i've seen it shows so i've got friends that breed I've got way too many ball python friends for one. You really do for someone who doesn't (laughs) like ball pythons. But I've got friends who breed higher quality. It makes me laugh. Every time you shit on them, I'm like, man, you know so many people that do this. I talk shit to their faces. I know Uh, But they've got higher end ball pythons. And someone comes up and sees that and then goes, well, why does this one cost $200 more than the one across the room? Well, because the other one looks like shit. Just because it says clown on it doesn't mean it's a good looking clown. So you you spend money on the stuff that looks good. Quit breeding the cheap shit. And that, so that happened a lot. And yeah. I talked about before. I love, there's two, what you normally think of as albino and boas. There's call and there's sharp. Um, sharp tends to cost a little more because call was the first one. And when it was there, everyone got it and they bred it to fucking everything. And albino has a tendency to cover up ugly. And so <laughs> there were a lot. It's the lipstick on the pig. Yeah. There were a lot of, ugly albinos but it was albino and everybody loved it and then when sharp came it had a higher price tag people weren't just breeding sharp to whatever fucking sink they got they were breeding it to better looking stuff so yes they are better looking albinos right now because of the path they took which is why i like to work with call because my goal is to prove to folks it's a great looking albino if you breed it properly so any of those morphs can be a great you just got to breed it properly don't go buy the cheap one just because like i said just because Justin has whatever on his table and one jeans in it. And that snake costs five grand. Don't go buy the cheapest version of that gene. Cause it will not look the same when you breed it. Not even close. Sometimes yeah, well. it pays to buy the name brand. <laughs> Just like when you yes. grocery shop. Yes. And now with that <laughs> said, I'm not, I'm not saying that the, the big names always have the best looking animals. Cause there are tons of hobbyists that have been in it for a while and that have done the right path and bought the right animals and bred the right animals that also make great looking animals. You just have to be very selective on the animals you buy. You also have to know what you're looking for because what I think is a good example of a gene may not be what you are looking for in that gene. Um, We've actually had this discussion, um, my co-host and I, about like what you're looking for. In the project that I'm in, the G-Stripe Clown, um, some of them are really reduced pattern and they like stripe a lot down the back. And then some of them have like really big, like broken up pattern. And that's what I like is the big broken up pattern. And so you have to be really careful about how you're breeding because they have two completely different looks and they're the same project. And so um, I feel like you have to be really intentional, but people who are like, oh, I just want to get there quick. I don't care. It's got all the right hets or it's got all the right genes. I just feel like 
we're missing that element that all the other snake industries understand that like blind breeding and the picking for quality. I feel like everybody does a better job of that besides our industry. And that does lead to the money grab that people are trying to do. They're not succeeding. A lot of people are not succeeding at the money grab they're trying to do in reptiles. But their idea is if I have these genes, I can make lots of money, which is not true, right? So like in jungle in in boas, uh, you can get – jungle is a weird gene. It's an incomplete dominant gene. And you can have people selling a jungle that just looks kind of like a really nice, crisp, normal or you can have the jungle version where I like, where it just really fucks up the pattern and you get these big breaks and kind of the striping, like the saddles kind of connect and you get this striping down their back and it cleans them up a lot. And I like that, but there are definitely folks that will go the other way that want that other right. look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like you're saying, you, you've got to be very careful with what you pick. Um, and again, you can like quote unquote cheap morphs. That's fine. Like for me, I'll, I'll call albinos are cheap. Jungles are cheap. Hypo and boas is cheap. And those three are the things I love and I'm working towards really good looking sun glow uh, jungles, which in their own are not an expensive snake. But my goal is to make what I want to make is the prettiest version of that. So again, I go back to if you want to breed pastel ball pythons, do it, but make the best looking one. Don't just produce them because you had a normal. Don't just make brown slugs. Yeah. yeah. You're like, I, well, I got this one big normal off of Craigslist. I got this one big female, so I just went out and bought a pastel, and now I've made pastels. Well, no, you've made shit. Yeah, so see, I am 100% fine with, like, all black snakes or all white snakes or black and white snakes, but I want them to be clean in the process. Yeah. So, like, everybody has the own thing that they are drawn to. Right. Well, that's why if you choose the thing that you're drawn to, you'll one, you'll stay in the hobby longer. It won't be, a, oh, I didn't make... 15 grand this week, this month off my snakes or this year off of my snakes, right? You're like, all right, well, I'm working towards something. That's true. And and it's fine if you didn't make a ton of money because you know what you're working. Now, with that said, you can't go out producing 30 or 40 or 50 babies mm-hmm. to try and make that one thing because then you got to try to figure yeah. out what to do with those. Right. So stop, stop buying <laughs> single so gene I, animals. I think you just hit the nail on the head. You have to figure out what you're going to do with all the babies. And that is with that is with reptiles, that is with humans. dogs, that is with cats, humans. that is with humans. Please like, figure out what you're going to do with all is, the babies. That is anything like you. Dang you, it, I knew I forgot a step. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've got to know what are you. It's like you tell me all the time. There's no such thing as a free animal. Ever. There's never There's a free animal. No. And you, but people struggle in re- remembering that. Yeah, well, absolutely. that's why it's rough when someone comes to a show and they're like, all right, I want to buy something. I've got $200. What can I buy? N- n- nope. I Nothing. need you to leave. Nothing. No, I need you to leave. Because yeah. all the supplies for that animal is going to be $200. Like that's that's not how yeah. you how absolutely. you can shop for an animal. And, and I understand trying to be budget conscious when shopping for something because trust me, I'm very careful with my money if I'm going to buy something. But you can't go into it trying to be the cheapest you can possibly be. This isn't one of those things. This isn't like lowest bidder wins. That's not how this <laughs> Well, and then, like, it's not a hobby that stops costing money. Like, you have to, even if you only buy one snake, you have to feed that snake. Yep. And, yes, it's a lot less than, like, a cat or a dog. But if they, you know, like, oh, what can I buy and shove in a tank for under $100? It's like this, you need to wait longer until you can afford to, like, feed the animal as well and, and take care of it. and have The way that it deserves stuff. to be. Right. And that's the other thing about, you know, the hundred pastels that are out there, you know, the 
pet freezers or cobra food those are the ones that are most likely to be treated the worst yeah. unfortunately those are the ones that are going to go for you know forty dollars and so people that they're going to be like a more of an impulse buy or um somebody who maybe isn't ready for the commitment because they are having you know like other things going on in their life they shouldn't be buying an animal to take care of and so you know those normals and those like very low-end snakes those are the ones whose quality of life isn't going to be great and i'm not saying that somebody can't buy a normal and give it a fantastic life but that's not that's the exception not the norm yeah, it doesn't normally happen and, that way correct and so you know the other thing we have to think about is you know if we're not breeding those you know 20 to 50 dollars snakes and we're raising the quality of what we're producing to, you know, like the $100 to $200 range. Because um, that's about where the um, corn snakes hit usually. And, you know, that's a price range where you can feel a little more comfortable with who's buying them. That that animal is going to be taken care of. That makes sense, though. Because yeah. it's someone, because you're paying a little bit more. So, you know, people are like, hey, this isn't just a random It's not an impulse moment. buy. Impulse yeah. buy. Yeah, it's something they've thought about. They've usually right. researched it. They usually have a cage set up, or they are prepared to purchase a cage because at the they show. know what it's required. Correct. That makes sense. I mean, like I have a lot of people when um, I do shows that I don't. They must have money just flying out their ears, and they hold a baby snake and they fall madly in love with this baby snake and they don't want to give you back this baby snake. And it, it's not a cheap one. Maybe it's like a two to three hundred dollar one. And some people would push that snake on those people. It would be really easy to make that sale is what I'm trying to say. But for me, and then they're asking, you know, like very basic early level questions showing that they know nothing about ball pythons. For me, I'm like, okay, give me back the snake. Yes. (laughs) Here's, here's my card. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Go home, get on YouTube, watch some videos and then message me. And I can bring, you know, I do like mini reptile shows if you're local to me um, and I'll bring out a couple and you can meet some and pick from there, but please research first. And people tell me, oh, you you know, you're letting business walk out the door, but you better believe so many of those people come back and actually do buy a snake, whether it's the next reptile show or they do end up messaging me later or they message me with questions and then we create like a relationship. And you know that that's a customer for life. So if they yes. decide they want another snake, you're they're like coming they to you know because of the experience they've had before. Correct. Rather mm-hmm. than they're walking out the door and they're like, "What did I get myself into?" And they've got this live animal that they don't know how to feed. They don't know how to even find rodents. Like the idea of buying a rodent is so foreign to them. Like they don't know anything. And so they walk out with that snake inside of a critter keeper, and they're like, "All right, I've got a cage for it. <laughs> yes. I'm good. This little deli cup's good for life, right? Oh, you know, like." And so, I mean, I get a, I get some flack from um, other sellers because I do. I'll turn away business, and sometimes those people will just go to the next table over and buy that. 20, yeah, but it's $40 great thing snake. is it's your snake. You can do whatever the fuck you want with it. Exactly, and for me, like I don't feel good about that. I can't feel good about that situation at all, and so I just don't do it. Well, but yeah, like our friend Amanda Reddy from Reddy's Rainforest, they do panther chameleons. She said people always wonder why our panthers are at different prices, and it's because we can see the potential in some that others don't have. Uh, like pattern and shape and even in the same clutch they can see that some are going to look different they know that there's not a set price for panther chameleons some are going to turn out much brighter and they should cost more and then, and so uh 
you can talk to them and I've seen them at shows. They'll talk to people uh, until they're blue in the face and, and they will explain every bit of it to you. And so don't just go buy a cheap Panther company. So there's a, I, I guess there's a guy at, at some of the shows that we do who sells eggs, <coughs> Panther chameleon eggs. Oh, no. <laughs> and I get that it's an old school thing and it's happened, but I'm just wondering how many of those people have bought that egg, put it up on a shelf, and then just totally forgot about it because it has to be there for like nine months. Oh, my gosh. Like, but then I like, you go see stresses like. Stresses me out. Amanda's it still like. stresses me. I'm having like. Oh, I've seen them. Yeah. It's, yeah. I'm having like ulcer anxiety. Yeah. Like, whoa, you know. <laughs> that is, that is not. That's. But that's, but the thing is, the I think so the selling point for the general person is. That egg is way cheaper than going over to the Reddies and buying a, ba- a well-started baby, you know. There is but, nothing that beats a well-started baby by somebody who really knows what they're yes. doing, who has mm-hmm. history in the hobby, who can pass along knowledge. Um, in the comments is uh, Richard from Creative Coralophus, and um, you know they're talking about like we did an episode with him, and he was talking about how he likes to feed his. Um, crested geckos like all the different kinds of bugs and the food so like when you get that animal you know that that animal is going to eat for you and you know that you're going to be able to feed it whatever it needs to be fed and they're just you can't put a price on that like there's that is what the pet industry needs is a well-established healthy animal that can handle a few bumps and mistakes you know like because nobody's going to get it right the first time and not only that but someone who's going to take that time to put into that animal before they sell it to you is someone that you're going to be able to go back to, to talk to and is going to welcome those conversations. Because I'll be honest, after talking with the Reddies at that one show and we have an 11 year old and the time that they spent with her, not even really talking to either one of us, but just talking to her about, cause she's obsessed with chameleons. I have no doubt that if we ever lose our brains and decide one day, Hey, we're going to get chameleons. No, no, we're good. We're <laughs> good. They're going to come. Take it over. I, They're going to come from I, the ready. I, lo- I love the readies, but nope, nope. Cause I mean, <laughs> I said when we lose it means our I'd brains have to take care of it. That, that felt like a hard no. I'm sorry. But, yeah. It's, I don't, <laughs> I agree with him as well. But I, like, but it's one of those people where I can honestly say, if I ever buy a chameleon, that's who it's coming from. Absolutely. And I don't, I don't care what the price is. I don't care who else is but out it's there because it's, it's quality. Because I've made that connection well, with the person. Well, it's like Luke. Well, and those are also the people you want to be supporting in the hobby right now when things are getting tough. Is those people that have really put in the time. Those people that are really putting out quality. Those people that are there for secondary questions. If somebody doesn't tell you. You can message me when you get home and there are no stupid questions and you're not bothering me. If you don't hear those words come out of the person's mouth when you're at, even at a reptile show, then that's probably not the person you should be buying from because if they're not willing to support you through your journey with that reptile, then that person maybe shouldn't be doing what they're doing. I do have to disagree with one thing. Being a high school teacher, (laughs) there 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 are 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 stupid stupid questions. questions. Like I, I get in the general world where people are like, there's no stupid questions you should always ask. Sometimes you could just read the paper I gave you and the answers on the paper. Or sometimes just, or sometimes just think, just stop for one second and think, is the thing I'm about to say so make I, any sense? I have one student. We are, we are almost 18 weeks into the school year. I teach third grade, so I have eight-year-olds. I have one student every single t- every time they do an assignment, the paper goes in the bucket with my name on it because I have two classes. Every time anything they turn in goes in that bucket. Every time, 
every day, at least three times a day, they're putting something in that bucket for the last 18 weeks. Today, he stands up. All right, Miss Lewis, what do I do with this paper? Because I'm done. And this is every day, three times a day. He asks me this question before I could say a word. The sweet, precious girl who never opens her mouth next to him looks at him and goes, she called him by name, and she goes, we do this every day. I need you to stop and think. And I just stood there. I was like, here's a ticket for you for prize bucket. Go put your name in for the drawing. Like he just looked at her and he goes, Oh, and then walked off. And then he didn't ask me for the next two papers. I was like, Oh, we had a breakthrough. My my problem is my memory is horrible because I've had a million dumb questions and it. And I wish in the last 11 years of teaching, I would have written them down because the book would, because it's quite like, so Amanda says, we all, she says, they always say there's no such thing as a dumb question. Again, um, you're not it's a teacher. It's a different audience. It's it a, is. Yes. I, get, I, I get it. You want them to ask questions to keep that loser alive. I just Correct. want them to yes. fucking know how to put their name on their paper. Really? That's what I want. Um, or like, so, we so today. I had, to keep from crying. Today, I had kids oh, who missed. I can't missed, imagine what you do. I mean, I, I could not do it. I had kids that missed a test. So today, I had kids making up a test. And every single fucking one of them, when I had it, do not write on the test. Only write on the answer sheet. <laughs> half of them came back with their like name and everything circled. Like, what the fuck are you doing? We never write on the test yeah. ever. Uh huh. Small. Anyways, back to. Uh, so Luke over at Lizard Morph said he always asks for more money than his competition. He says same same genes doesn't mean same animal. Um, and so I think one thing, and, I, and I've, I've talked about Robert with this. One thing this recession I think is going to do is it is going to cause people to start thinking their projects through in more detail. It will also get a lot of these sloppy breeders out of the way. um, And people are going to refine their collections. I think you're still going to have the big breeders breeding because that's, I mean, they're, they're fine and that's fine. But I think you're going to get a lot more focus on smaller breeders. And I think it shows you're going to start to see people focusing on projects. So you're not going to go to someone, say it's a ball Python table. You're not going to go to them. They're going to have seven or eight different genes on their table. They may have an animal with three genes, but it'll be like four or five animals with those three genes. And it's the best version of that they could have made, not two genes over here and two genes over there. And just, they're like, I've got to have a little bit of everything, which is not what you need. Like, um, we've got a guy that does the shows down here, split rock reptiles. He makes, and again, I, I know I show on ball pythons, but he makes, um, oh, why can't I think of the ball python that he made? Uh, the one that uh, Chris hates. Uh, oh, what is it called? Russo? Nope. Or hypo? It's not hypo. It's it's the one that, um, oh, fuck. <laughs> I got nothing. No, it's, there's, there's two that look alike, and it's, and they're not the same, but they're, shit. Why can I not think of what it is? I got nothing. You can. You've seen them. Butter, Lester. Nope. No, those are all common. Hypo. Nope. He always throws it into the hypo conversation, but it's not a hypo. It's, um, oh my God, my brain is gone blank. I've completely forgotten people's names at this point because I know like. You had too much sugar with dinner. That's what it was. all that syrup. No, no, it's not. It's not. It's not our Huffman's. I know those because I make fun of those. Oh, Huffman's. Okay. That was the other one. It's not that one. Uh, It's uh, what? Why can I not think of what's her name? Who? Heidi and Jack. Nope. Uh, she Brittany Gobble. Nope. Fuck. I don't know. I'm just throwing out. You know names who I'm talking people. about though. Her and uh, Banana. 
I know, but I know banana. Well, no, but Darren Watson said banana. Shut up, Darren. I know banana. I can think of a banana. I got nothing, guys. Fuck. I got that nothing. Was a, the there's someone, okay. there's right. no, someone listening to this no, in they the are. car right now. It makes now, no sense. It's and not. And they're screaming the answer at their radio. Why can I? I not think of their names. And it just the two Coral that got Blue? the two that got engaged, and one does one version and one does the other. The, br- the, the and Desert Ghost? No, no. You know, the, the oh, why can I not think of their names? Zach and... Zach and Miri. Yeah. It's the one that... That Miri does? I think Miri does. I can Google it. I know. So, <laughs> Chris, you get to see me... Chris, he's going to have an aneurysm here, man. Ultramel. Ultramel. Oh, Monarch and Ultramel. Fuck me. She does Monarch. He does Ultramel. That's, That's what, it, what it is. She but, is the Monarch. Right? I got there, Chris. Sorry, Lord. I had no idea what he was talking oh, about. Oh, God. We've got to move our camera next week because I cannot see what's popping up on the chat from right here. And it is driving me Anyways, that shit crazy. But. You're also like this big. I know. I don't but, know like, why I'm so tiny. Because I need to get like a real camera at some point. That's okay. But I appreciate this camera because it came from our, our buddy Chris. It did come from Chris. Uh, <laughs> but no. You but have you. him sign it. You guys Jim. <laughs> Jim Sargent, US Arc auction once you get a new one. Jim Sargent made some of the best. Like I've seen other pictures of Ultramels out there, and they don't even come close to what Jim did. And I remember, I think it was a Stafford show. Jack and Heidi went to his table and bought everything off of his table: adults, babies, everything he had. And so, like they start, they have that project now, and it's with the best looking ones you could have. They are amazing looking. So. Yes, uh, Luke, it's 143 episodes, and I can't get a decent camera because they still cost money no matter how many episodes I do. Dude, we're two teachers, and I got expensive taste on everything else in they my life. They are raising the next generation. The don't p- hate. Oh, God, don't, don't say that. That, <laughs> that that's, scares I was, me a little bit. I always tell people there. the worst thing about being a teacher is that you can see the future, and it's not fucking good. It's not it's good. It's just not it's good. It's so bad. It's like... <sighs> ADD had ADD children well, and, and I'll then be, gave them devices all the day. The amount of apathy out there is just sickening. Yeah, and I'll be honest, the third graders this year, I will say that we're, today I saw huge strides and gains in these kids from where they were the first week that I got them. But this third grade group is the group that didn't have kindergarten or first grade because of COVID. So like the first week of school, it was, he looked at me and I'm like, I don't know how to teach this shit. Give me kids that need to learn how to to read. Like I don't do social skills. You need to have all that shit figured out before you get to me. Like I came from fifth grade down to third grade. No, I don't, I will not go lower than third grade. Right. And they're at like a first grade level because they're. So are my high schoolers. Now reading wise, I got it. I can I can teach kids how to read with my eyes closed. Let's do it. But I believe it's supposed to say ass whoopings from my dad, but it says ass shoppings, which seems like a completely different thing. He said nothing. A few ass shoppings wouldn't cure. And I think Shop that's a completely now. Okay. Yeah, I think that's a wow. completely different thing. Oh my stars! And uh, pass or smash. All right, let's do it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but so, anywho, uh, so yeah, I, I I think with uh the direction things are going and with the way the economy is, you're going to see a refocusing on projects, which may be very good for the hobby. Um, I hope so. I hope so a lot. I hope it doesn't lead to everybody getting out of the projects and then other dumbasses buying their shit and trying to do it also, which I'm sure it will in some cases. There'll so, be some of that for sure. Someone's like, I'm selling my whole collection of six ball pythons and a rack. And like, someone's like, oh yeah, I'm going to get that. I'm going to make money. I'm like, fucker, they're selling it because they didn't make money. What the fuck are you going to do with it? But anyways, dumb people. You can't help it. 
Oh shit. Well, I mean, all what ball happened? python breeders oh, are dumb people, oh. so there has to be something uh, fundamentally wrong with all of us if we're ball python breeders. I agree. There's definitely something wrong. Start out there. Uh, all my friends that are breeders, they breed other things besides ball pythons, and so they really like to rag on me. As they should. As they should. Fucking. I'm trying. I'm trying to branch out a little bit. Don't worry about it. You do you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just they're they're so. I mean, like anybody can do it. Look, everybody's got to have whatever their hobby is. That not if everybody did it, then it wouldn't be cool anymore. Everybody does do it. So okay, well, I got. That's, cool? There's a lot of people doing it. That's oh the problem. Goodness. But not everyone does the morphs you have. Yeah, do. that's that's fair. Do um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that. No, I know. But well, I also have the opportunity because it's such an untapped area, and I do all the shows. I have the opportunity. Um, I have a, a snake that I bring that he's the sweetest snake in the whole world, and. He's like super mellow. Like kids can like put their whole fist around his face, and he never like reacts. Like fist what? No, James. <laughs> Did you say you have kids? Fi- Wait, what? James, stop it. Eyes unacceptable. I, I, He's not head shy. Okay. Whoa. So, um, Whoa. <laughs> that just took it way worse. Anyway, oh, God. I have the opportunity to do outreach as well with with ball pythons, and they are a really good ambassador snake. Um, they're a gateway snake, you know, and so there, there's there's room in the hobby for the gateway snake. I don't think I've ever heard them called that before. Lure you in, and then they they learn about the other cool stuff. But it's a good starter snake, and it's a good snake to. Um, I don't think this is talked about very much. Um, I know Corey Martin does talk about it, and I I need to get together with her and do like an episode on it. Or she's whatever. fabulous. Like, she's incredible. Love me some Corey love Martin. her. She's the only other person I've heard talking about it that. Um, they make good therapy animals. Oh, hundred um, percent. Yeah. They're, they're incredible. And that's actually like one of the reasons that we got into ball pythons is that my oldest is um, actually on the spectrum and during COVID and they're having to do with all their stuff on, on a computer and it's not the same format that she's used to. And um, she just had a really hard time regulating herself and it doesn't matter like how much therapy you go to or how many tools mm-hmm. they have in their tool belt. I mean, when things get that, crazy like we were all freaking out so how is she supposed to handle it absolutely um we got a ball python and she would get that ball python and he would just immediately calm her down in a way that nothing else could so there's like pictures of her in her yearbook when we, you know the yearbook where you send in pictures um because it was covid right with her snake like on her math book because that was the only way that she could do her math homework yes and so a lot of parents that have kids on the spectrum or we're seeing a lot more par- parent um there's a lot more diagnosis happening for kids with ADHD and other things. Like you hand those kids a snake and you can just see an immediate change in their body language. So it's funny that you bring that up. So but when we lived in Louisiana, I taught at a very low income, very high poverty school. Um, and I, I, it was one of those schools where when other teachers heard what school you were at, there were faces made and they were appalled that oh, you taught there. Okay. That's really sad. Um, I taught fifth grade. I had kids that were going home and taking care of, toddler children because their parents were working nights and then they would come in the next morning and like sleep for a few hours before they would wake up and do lessons so it was a rough environment loved it um 
it Very I rewarding. felt like I made a huge difference at that school. But I had reptiles in the classroom. I had a bearded Absolutely, dragon yeah. who was a rescue. She had severe, in, you know, metabolic bone disease when we got her. Um, we got her from a friend of ours. Works for I get this wrong every time. It's not wildlife and fisheries. Forestry. Forestry service. I get it wrong every time. Um, <laughs> but they had confiscated her and she had her in her office. I was talking about getting a bearded dragon from my classroom and she was like, hey, why don't you take her? Maybe she needs to be around people. She thrived in the classroom. Oh, I loved loved it. But I explained it to the kids like, hey, we're going to have this animal come in. She has special needs. And she some of the you. some of the yeah. kids were like, well, we have special needs and you help us with stuff so we can help her with stuff. Like that's what these kids, that was the connection <laughs> they made. So awesome. Yeah. And, and they like, needed, they need that. Yes. And I had three or four kids who were autistic that I taught. I had one that wasn't in my room the whole time, but he would come in for certain lessons and then go back to another classroom. And they could be having a bad day. So they'd stay in for like the first 15 minutes of PE or for recess. And it was like, okay, who are we holding today? Are we getting out yes, the greater dragon? Exactly. Are we getting out the corn snake? Are we getting out the leopard gecko? Who do you need to chill with for a little bit? And they would get, you know, they would tell me I'd get the animal out. I had a little chair they'd sit in and you could visibly see the change. Visibly see the change is incredible. It was absolutely outstanding. Um, I actually started a zoology club at my school here in Texas. Oh, that's really um, awesome. And they're loving it. And I've got a couple of kids who behavior wise they were on the fence about being led into the club and I was like you know what so I met with them each individually I was like we're gonna see but your behavior has to improve or you cannot and all of their teachers have told me that in the classroom they've shown so much growth they're like they're still not you know where the rest of their classmates are behaviorally but But they're trying they are they are actually trying because they know Miss Lewis is going to kick them out of zoology club if they can't get it together. So I'm like, animals really are, especially for kids. It really is a really awesome thing to expose them to and stuff like that. So I just, yes. Sorry, just getting too wholesome. I was, I was, I was <laughs> quick, quick pause because I don't know. Is that me on the floor? That was you. you dropped your phone. Oh. Quick pause uh, for for slight sponsor stuff just because I got a text. Yeah. Uh, just want to let everybody know there's a still a Black Friday sale. Robert has a Black Friday sale on his uh, on Lone Star Reptile Rats. Oh, yes, he does. It's 10% off with code BF2020 at checkout. Good through midnight on the 2nd, on January 2nd. No, oh, December cool. 2nd. December 2nd, not January 2nd. December 2nd. Who does a long sale? December 2nd. December 2nd. Uh, so 10% off anything. Uh, he had issues. Several of our friends who have rept- well, reptile-ish related Facebook pages uh, this past weekend, for some reason, got them shut down and canceled and closed even though nothing what? was... Yeah, one of them was a tarantula page. Yeah, like her Instagram page is pretty like much now gone. Everything was taken down. And- so I learned a trick. I can't remember who told me this, but if you go on your sister account, whether it's your Instagram that got canceled or your Facebook, if you go on your sister account and you pay for an ad, you can actually message somebody at Facebook or Instagram and tell them that your thing got deleted for no reason and they'll give it back to you because you've paid for ads so you're like a paying customer and hmm. it's worked every time huh i don't know even if it's like t- a ten dollar ad yeah and then that. you can get your whole account back because you can't reach anybody if yeah. you're not paying them nope but that's the trick that i've been told i'll have to try to remember i'll reach out to her and me. let her know but yeah. i've been told that that's what works but 
I wanted to get Robert Wood and his, his five-hour drive home turned into a seven-and-a-half-hour drive home. They finally got home. But, uh, Glad they got home. Yeah, 10% off on all all racks, cages, hides, everything, uh, BF2022 at checkout. So that's right. Sean did have issues with that. Uh, Sean Gray had issues, and he is a paying customer, and he had issues. It's, oh, I, he didn't get it back? No. But no, his, but he his, got, his was, that, no, his his was, was the PayPal else, issue. Though. His didn't disappear. His was the PayPal, not the Facebook. I think he still has Facebook. He still has. Yeah, his was a PayPal issue. He never got the, the PayPal oh, stuff. Oh, no, right. PayPal, PayPal like, is a like whole different thing. They seized people's funds. That, yeah, just, it was bad. There was all kinds of anarchy. Oh, yeah. Robert had money taken out of his bank account from PayPal. Like, they just went in and took it out. I'm like, well, okay, well, that's awesome. But That doesn't make me feel uncomfortable at all. <laughs> right? <laughs> Makes me want to get rid of Anyone all else, forms that's of electronic robbery. Right. <laughs> oh, that's right. The Herps Facebook page did go away. I think they're using their, because they're using the Herps shop now. Oh. I haven't used the Herps okay. shop Facebook page because the Herps Facebook page did go away and you couldn't get it back. I don't know. The whole, the people in charge of all this stuff are, anyways, before I. Get canceled for something. Yes, let's let's move on. Um, I'm sure we're gonna get flagged for enough shit on this podcast. <laughs> let's not add that to sorry, it. Sorry, <laughs> I did want. I'm so, sure the opening ruined ruined the whole episode. <laughs> oh lord! So this was something that was posted in a in a, a Boas group, and this is why uh, the future of America is horrible and 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 we're screwed. This person posted. So I was handling my baby Guyana and Redtail, four months old, and I let my puppy sniff him. I'm going to stop oh, there for a second. This is the one you showed me, isn't it? Yeah. Can anybody this guess makes, what the puppy did? This makes my stomach hurt. The puppy reached out and bit the snake. And I it was like, going to say, the puppy probably... Yeah. It, it, the snake's not dead, but there's a section of the skin that got peeled back. You can see the muscle underneath it. It made my stomach hurt. Like, I get asked this question so often. Like, oh, is the snake going to hurt my dog or cat? And I'm like, no, your dog or cat is going to hurt your snake. Yeah. Yes. They're not, like, like, protect your snake from your other animals. That's because everybody wants to think their animals are just like them. And they want to fucking anthropomorphize everything. And they're like, my dog's going to love my snake. I'm like, to eat? Yeah. Or to play with. Yeah. It's a toy. So it's that's so, yeah. I saw the the, the post in a bowl group, and I, I didn't actually go. I should have gone back and seen the comments. I can only imagine it's probably not there anymore. If someone was smart, they I'm probably sure took it, it off. Shut down, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I saw that, and it's like, oh, fucking people. So, uh, just fun things you see on Facebook. I remember they got sent to me in a, in a group chat. Um. Oh, we had one time in one of our local groups, a person bought a tank off of. Um, Facebook Marketplace, like a fully set up tank that's supposed to be empty, and they bring it home to clean it, and there was like a shriveled up, alive ball python no. that was like there was no water in this tank. There was no, I mean, like they literally sold it and didn't tell anybody there was an animal in it, and they get it and they're like taking everything out to clean it, and here's this like half dead ball python she brought it back to life she got it healthy it's living its best life like it's doing great now but it was the saddest most horrible story i had ever heard like literally who does that you didn't know there was a live animal in that thing probably not they didn't care if they did they just didn't care and so i followed that story for like six months it was like a six month long journey to get it back up to like good weight and all this. it was it was crazy and i was just like how can people sleep at night <clears throat> so i'm scanning. i ask myself that on a regular daily basis but i'm scanning through and i'm not finding that post i'm thinking uh i'm thinking i got taken down 
because I can only imagine that the uh, people in that group just tore them a new one. No pun intended on the snake that also got torn. But Aww, not cool, James. I said no pun intended. No. Anyways. Too soon. Too, too soon. soon. Too soon. That's right. Too soon. <laughs> <sighs> so uh, looking over on our podcast discussion uh, group, I was going through some of the things. Uh, one cool thing was a video I posted. It was uh, baby horn lizards getting le- released. You saw that one, Katie. I did. They're so cute. This is, this is I Cr- actually Christine's favorite part where we start talking about uh, things that are online that people can't see. So in our we, we do this thing called target reading, and it's we read one passage every day for a week, and every day they have a different written response question they have to answer and multiple choice. And the one two weeks ago was on Texas horn lizards. And it's really fun because there's like links that takes you to and you know learn all about them. And so being someone new to Texas, it's really cool to learn about our state lizard. Wait, you're new to Texas? Only for like a year. This is only our second year in Texas. Oh, I did not know that. I thought you guys were like all hardcore in the Texas group. No. (laughs) We're friends with them, though. We moved from Louisiana a year and a half ago because teachers make a lot more money here than they do in Louisiana, and we're both teachers. That's so sad. Um. And then prior to that, we both lived. Well, he kind of lived all over the South, um, but I lived in South Alabama. I'm I'm watching a video that I somehow missed posted to our thing oh. of a Komodo dragon in someone's hotel room. Is that going to the bathroom? Yeah, now I just went to the bathroom. That scene was there, but I'm assuming they're staying in Komodo, and this Komodo dragon was in their bath. I could not imagine it's a full grown ass Komodo dragon in their bathroom. You would have had a complete Be like, stroke. Surprise! You would have loved <laughs> every fucking minute of amazing. It. <laughs> You are not being punked right now. (laughs) Also, there was a cool table that's been floating around in pretty much every reptile group over the last few days. Have you seen the table of the guy? He carved like a crocodile or an alligator into the top of the table. And it looks like it's moving. It looks like it's swimming through the table. Beautiful. It's amazing. It it floated through several things. Uh, Trying to see what else there is. He has I several tables, though. He just has the, the alligator, crocodile, and then he did the snake. snake. The snake doesn't look as the good. The snake, I, there's something about the way that it looks or appears to be moving that just didn't flow well, in my opinion. But there's also the uh, picture you posted of the giant turtle in our living room. We did. We adopted the cutest little turtle this weekend. You can get your own for $16.88 from Walmart in the Christmas decoration section. It's got a cute Christmas hat on. <laughs> Stands about three foot tall. He's adorable. Doesn't eat much. I have three turtles. Don't do it. (laughs) Don't do it. Ours are in ours are in Louisiana because they. But this inflatable one. But the inflatable one does eats way less. He's adorable. He may go on the front porch after this weekend. I haven't decided yet. (laughs) He's taking up a lot of space in my living room. I bet. I so I have uh, two painted turtles, and they're out cool. in my because they'll they'll overwinter now. We had to wait till they were over a year old and over four inches, because technically you're not supposed to sell them. But for education, yes. they sell like the little ones, and they're not supposed to. But now I know better. I didn't yes. at the time when we got them. Um, don't buy little turtles, everyone. It's illegal. And then we have a diamondback terrapin. Ooh, we can't have those. <gasps> They're amazing. So They're like little uh, avatars. We, we had like them the at the zoo. Or I, used, I used to take care of them at the zoo. We can't own them in Texas. That's really sad. I'm it sorry. is it sucks. so sad. Because if I was going to own a water turtle, that's the 100%, one I'm getting. That's the one I'm we would serious, get. It's like literally an avatar in your tank. They're yeah. The coolest things ever. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, but they're. If we ever move away from Texas, I want to live somewhere where we can own them. We could have probably had one. I think we could have had one in Louisiana. Yeah, but we couldn't have brought it over with us. No, we could not. 
No. Unlike the pine snakes. Which I legally brought over. Which we did. We, we called. <laughs> point I freaks out. We called. FBI, I, we did our paperwork. We talked they to are here. several people. And we were like, this is what we, we have. This is our documentation. They were captive bred. This is what where we're moving. What do we need to fill out? What do we need to sign? We need these to not ever be taken away from us. You have to be really careful. You do. People don't know that there's rules and they just like move willy nilly and think that it'll be fine. But the rules, especially right now, they're cracking down and trying to get a yes. lot more rules passed. Like you really need to be paying attention. Well, like Darren, you're going to be crossing a state line. If I remember correctly, Darren lives in a place where you can't own a corn snake unless it has red eyes. Yeah, uh, I think he's in New Jersey. You can't, I want to say in Georgia. That's no, Georgia. I don't think you can't. I think that. That's really weird. It's a different rule. But I want to say, I want to say New Jersey's the Jersey or New York. Jersey's the red. I think it's, they've got to have red eyes and then you can legally. Yeah. If he's on the chat, he'll let us know. Uh, our buddy Max is doing it. I haven't watched the video. I apologize, Max. He didn't get eaten by that bear. And so I've kind of not watched his stuff. You're so horrible. Uh, but he's doing an enclosure giveaway on his channel over at uh, Max Wildlife Photographer. That's a new, that's a mouthful, man. You've, you've really shortened that. That is crazy. Uh, so go win you an enclosure. Anybody wants to win an enclosure. Uh, Darren said that's correct. You, you can't own any any corn snakes unless they have red eyes. Huh. So if you move there with a corn snake that has black eyes, you are fucked. Damn. They're going to come take that sucker. Yes. Um, someone, po- oh, someone posted in here said, hey, guys, love the podcast. Just seen this on Morph Market. And it was uh, Solomon Island Starter Pack. Uh, <laughs> it's from Morph. <laughs> There, there's, so it's a Solomon Island. It's, it's Solomon Island ground boas. Uh, okay, one hundred and seventy-five dollars. It's, it's under, a starter pack. It's also, I didn't know that we were uh, marketing them that geez. way. It's also uh, <laughs> underground reptiles. Uh, so, oh my goodness! Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, okay. <laughs> I'm also thinking at some point I'm going to have to bite the bullet and just own a caiman and give up all my hopes on alligators. I could get behind that. But they're such wait, little wait. assholes. Oh, well, you're in Texas. I was going to say, where are you going to put that thing? Yeah. Outside. Or I could be like the people up in Michigan and just put it in my basement or my bathtub. <laughs> hey, they have a facility now. Well, no, there's the, the people that the people that we follow, uh, that we have a, um, we've had them on here before. They do the an alligator sanctuary and they have so many rescued alligators from up there because people oh, up north okay. just fucking get alligators. Like there's so many people up there. They're like, we're going to own an alligator, but no, we can't, alligator. but we live in a place where they could survive outside and we can't fucking have them. Yeah, that's crazy. I so my kids and I are huge fans of Snake Discovery, and yes. they they advocate a lot for not owning an alligator, and it's just crazy to me. They're illegal here, and so like every once in a while, you'll see one pop up on the news that's getting confiscated, and that'll you know run through all the reptile groups. As everybody's like, which one of you? Yes. <laughs> um, because I have them like in their garage, and it gets very cold here in the winter. I mean, not as cold as some of the other places, but too cold for an alligator. Well, our buddy Nathan posted a, a video of this person feeding their little caiman with tongs. And now I'm like, I guess I can own a caiman. I don't like caiman. I like alligators, but I really miss working with crocodilians. So I guess well, I'm gonna... uh, what I hear is that the great state of Texas is not going to be hanging on to you. No, I was about to say too much. Yeah. I have to stay here. What? <laughs> they pay too much. I have to stay here. Yeah. At least well, till our kid it. graduates high school. Well, that's fair. Yeah. She's in middle school now. It would suck to move her. Did you say she's 11? Yes. Yeah. 
Oh, mine's 10. And in fifth grade, I am not ready for middle school. <laughs> so I'll be honest, like she is adjusting beautifully. What I don't enjoy is that the teachers do not communicate at all at to all. parents. Darren said they can't own I've alligators. That. Dar- Darren said they can't Hell. own those either. Do you mean just alligators, Darren? Or do you mean like crocodilians? Caimans? Because, I mean, you can own a little pissed off dwarf caiman, maybe. That's the only problem is all those little tiny species of caiman are assholes. And they I don't know what to tell you, man. And they don't look cool. I want a Chinese alligator is what I want. And Chris Dieter <laughs> needs to give Why me a Chinese alligator. Why do you have to bring him up? Bless him. Because he's got can't. like a trillion Chinese but alligators. can't. And I want one. Darren says all crocs. That's not how that works, James. New Jersey just doesn't want y'all owning stuff. There's, I don't know why. There's nothing going to survive in the water well, in New Jersey. Well, I never once said that I was moving to New Jersey, so I no, don't know. No, I was, <laughs> No, but I'm just She's thinking, like, never like, if, like, if they're afraid things are going to survive. If I can't I mean, get sweet tea in any place that I walk into, we're going to have an issue. Anything that gets out in Jersey is <laughs> going to have to go near the water, and the water in Jersey will just kill it. So, uh, I mean, you would not do well in Seattle, honey. There is only coffee. I, know. <laughs> and I'm not, I don't even drink coffee. That's the crazy thing. Yuck. There's coffee on every corner. Oh, man. It's on my bucket list of places to visit one day. but Oh, it's a beautiful place to visit. I'm going to go when it stops day. raining. Oh, yeah. Good luck oh, with so that. Oh, so you're never coming? I was going to say, good luck with that. Be there as soon as it quits oh. raining. Amanda Rady says she wants an alligator, too. Amanda, we can't have them. <laughs> we live in a state that says no to alligators. Wait, wait, wait. So can you live, like, on the state line, like, have your house on one side of the state line and then commute to a school on the Texas side? No. Well, you can't have them in Louisiana, either, because it's native oh. quadruped. Well, oh, there's permits. Really? You can get them. Oh, okay, can you? I think with a permit. Maybe. Oh, I don't know. You can't. You can't own them, but you can shoot them and eat them. That seems like but you totally can't valid. Yeah. So let's do that. There's enough of them that they have a hunting season. Oh yeah, there's shit tons of them. They're in every body of water. That's crazy. But I just want one in my backyard because I miss alligators. And then that's the only problem is like you can own a Nile croc, right? You can own a Nile crocodile in the state. Or any of the other crocodiles, which would make horrible pets. They would. They're but an so alligator, an alligator compared to those would make an amazing pet because they're so much calmer. And they're like, no, nah, you can't own that. You, you have to own the one that wants to kill you. It's the only one you're allowed to have. Sorry, babe. <laughs> so let me get a fucking caiman. Amanda, we're getting caimans. You want a caiman? We're going to get a... <laughs> You guys, Whoa. She they're like, we're going halfsies. Was she going to get like visitation rights? No, like, she's going to get one too. We'll just find someone to make us a deal on two Cayman. Oh my God. And we'll get Our Cayman. Our husband might have a say in this. He'll want one too, I'm sure. <laughs> it's, it's a Cayman. It's, it's, it's like a chameleon. No, it is nothing it's like very a chameleon. Si- it's very simple. They've got legs, <laughs> oh, uh, eyes. that they, I mean, they don't look in the same direction as a chameleon, but they got eyes. Oh my gosh. They've got a tail. No, James. It's very, it's very chameleon-ish. No, not Just at all. Just start feeding the one in your ditch. I, yes. I had to remove an Can alligator when I lived it? in when it's I lived fine. in Louisiana. I had to remove an alligator from a ditch. I do remember that. Uh, it was down the culvert underneath like a driveway. Mm-hmm. I had to remove it. They called. We were we worked at the zoo at that point. Yeah. And they were. That's like, when I I punched my boss in the face. <laughs> On on accident, I went to reach Yikes. for the, I yeah. went to reach for the alligator on on accident. It was on it accident. Really was. 
He was. But he let was, me tell you, that man milked that story for everything it was oh, worth. I'm, Anytime I'm he sure. needed James for anything, it was. I mean, He's remember that time? Remember <laughs> that time? I was trying to move quick to grab the alligator. <laughs> On the way to grab the alligator, my hand went straight across his face. I was like, "Oh shit, I'm sorry." <laughs> you hadn't been working there very it wasn't long, long either. It wasn't long. Uh-uh. And he was a funny man. He really well, was. When I lived in Florida for a year, uh, my sister had a canal out back as many do in Florida. Yes, yeah, see and- anal side exotics. Whenever you listen back to this, <laughs> canals in Florida, not in Canada. Oh my God. <sighs> so um, she had little kids when I lived with her. I was about 16 and her kids were like my kids' age. And like there was a rule like that you weren't allowed to go in the backyard without a grown up because kids would get eaten. Yep. Like that was not an abnormal thing. And I was like, oh, you're pulling my leg. And she's like, no, wait, just wait a couple of weeks and it'll come up on the news. And I, I really thought she was kidding. And I thought she was kidding when she would tell her kids, like, because she'd tell them every day. Remember, there's, you know, alligators or crocodiles. Which one is it? Alligators. 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 There's alligators in the canal. Don't play down there without a grown up. And sure enough, like two weeks later on the news, just like this little blip, like it was no big deal. You know, six year old eaten by it. I mean, it's just like. And nobody, like, nobody cared. They're like, oh, yeah, that happens all the time. I'm like, well, okay. So I, I kayak fished, and I lived in, I've lived in Louisiana for the last, up till now, to the last seven, 14 years? 14 years. And uh, it would just be funny listening to Northerners, like, what do you do about the uh, the alligators when you go fishing? I'm like, oh, just paddle past them. I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's, they're, they're there. I don't know what you want. They're, they're like, I'd never go fishing with alligators. I'm like, well, then you'd never fucking go fishing. I'm like, in the South. every body of water down here has an alligator. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, my gosh. My brother-in-law took me fishing because we're a fishing family and i will never forget the experience it was not good here we are in this little canoe right paddling paddling down the canal and he hadn't warned me or anything because he thought it would be funny to see how i reacted and this giant alligator bigger than our kayak or uh canoe just like swam right under us Oh yeah, and it I rocked I the die. boat and everything. Yeah, yep. oh, yeah. Like it wasn't even messing with us. It no. could care less about what we yeah. were doing. But yeah. I, I thought you I was think die. you're going in the water and are you about think to become dinner. lunch. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I was like crying. I was only 16, and I'd never even seen one in real life. So I was like literally like in the bottom of the canoe, like bawling, and I was like. I'm never going fishing again in Florida. I paddled. And like past. literally his boys would like fish in their canal and like they didn't care that there were crocodiles. Like you could see the little crocodile eyes and they'd still be like fishing out there. Like it was nothing. I paddled past so many alligators when I fish in Louisiana. Oh yeah. No. They normally would just, they'd you go up to them they, and they'd sink down and you could pass them. And then once you're past them, they come back up. Yeah. They don't, they didn't care. I was the only one that cared. Yes. <laughs> now with that said, that's, we can do that because we live in America with alligators and they're big old pussies. I it's, did not know that. I was being the giant pussy at the it's, time. It's not like we're trying to kayak fish in the Nile River mm-hmm. or in northern Australia near saltwater crocodiles. Like, that shit's not going to happen. Though They will kill you. They will grab you, eat you, and kill you. Uh, American alligators like, no, you can keep going. We're good. I'm not, not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. You yell at them, they'll go on. Amanda said a pied alligator. Eh, they're okay. I don't know. I have to look that one I've up. I've never seen that. I don't know that I have Hang either. on. I'm Googling it. It's, I know. it's white. It's black with white splotches. I'm probably going to like it. Maybe. Luke says alligators are puppy dogs. Yes. He says salties take you from a boat. Yes, they do. That's, uh, allig- like I said, we, we're, we're lucky. We have oh, alligators. Oh, it's kind of cute. I like oh, it. Oh, it's really cute. I like that one. 
All right, Amanda. Now I'm gonna now I'm gonna be like Chuck. Fucking morphs have ruined the wild. <laughs> they ruined the wild look of of reptiles. No, I mean that's that's really cool. I, I like pie. Um, have you seen uh, Brian Barchek's Salt and Pepper al- Alligators? Uh, mm-hmm. It's been years because I refuse to watch his videos anymore. Oh, okay. Well, he has them and he has a white one that's yeah. really freaking cool. What cracks me up about people when they see white alligators are like, oh, they're so rare. I'm like, mm, they're not as rare as you Not really. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I heard that they're not, but I <laughs> yeah. don't. Yeah, yeah. Have I mean, they're rare for like, me. That doesn't, yeah. Right. They're, they're rare yes. for me, but like the Audubon Zoo has a shit ton of they just don't oh, tell anybody. Yeah. That's why they like they always like loan out their white alligator. And then they're really loaning out one of they're, their white alligators. Yeah. What is <laughs> the collection? Everybody's like, "Ooh, we got the one." No, you got no, one out like, of. They're like a few. Travel yeah. on down to New Orleans. You'll see they still have one on exhibit because. <laughs> but, but they're really, really cool to see the the white alligator. Oh yeah. All right, Luke from Lizard Morse, shut the fuck up. We know that you have albino and melanistic blue tongues. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> hey, come on, Luke. You had your episode. Be quiet. Fuck down to the back there. <laughs> he has melanistic blue tongues, and they're fucking affordable. We get it. I know. It. I know. He just put one in so a... What do uh, teachers get paid over there, Luke? Huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a big move to... <laughs> I was just going to say, what? I'm not thinking, I don't think I'm moving to Australia. Here's what they're worth. I mean, that's, I'd have to get rid of all my animals because you can't bring oh, any animals. Oh, you can't bring them Oh, wait, in. that means we get rid of our daughter's dog? Fuck yeah. No. Luke, we're on our way. <laughs> we're headed out tomorrow. Yeah, you guys would have to uh, rethink the whole reptile thing. Can't bring any of them. They are continentally bound. What's oh. there is there. Yeah, no, not doing that. that. Yeah, that won't work. So, Luke, what I need you to do is take one of those melanistic ones, put it into a paper towel roll, tape it up, <laughs> put it inside of another tube, go ahead and Pringle. mail it to me a as Pringle. a... <clears throat> yeah. Sell it container. to me as like a post. Do they sell Pringles poster? over there? We'll send you some. <laughs> so you have the container. Well, he's got a bunch of... Um, Pop-Tarts. Pop-Tarts. That's boxes. right. Yeah, he Pop-Tart boxes. Go ahead and put the blue tongue in there. So, you know, like get those like deli cups and they slide right into those Pop-Tart boxes. That's so funny. Oh, uh, my goodness. All right. It is... Oh, we're coming up on two hours. Uh, we didn't I talk know, about I the, your podcast at all. Tell people about your podcast real quick. Um. So, I have a podcast called... Uh, hold back rack podcast and i co-host it with jessica hare of hare hollow farms we have a live every friday at 1 p.m eastern time and we talk a lot about biosecurity and disease testing we also talk about the industry um and like our own personal experience navigating the industry and navigating biosecurity um it's two women talking so Yay for that. Um, really, really bummed to, uh, we haven't seen anything from the In Blue Girls because yeah, no, it's, it's... two women talking. I, I, I shout every time I see that. I think it's phenomenal. Um, the, the hobby needs more women speaking, I think, than the, you know, the dude bros in the basement. <laughs> eh, um, anyway, and so we have been going about a year now and um, it's, it's fun. I mean, you guys know how it is. Yeah. I enjoy just bullshitting. It's a good, yeah, it's a good time. Um, I always tell everybody, like, it's a conversation her and I would be having anyway. You just get to hear it. <laughs> I do have to, speaking of women uh, in the hobby, Facebook just told me it's somebody's birthday today. It's Corey Martin's birthday today. What? We were just talking about I know. Birthday. I don't know how I didn't realize that. So I was about to say, she's one of the Everyone listening, reach out to Corey Martin and tell her happy birthday. Bother her with tons of messages. Oh, I'm going to shoot her yeah, message. She right is now. incredible. And 
happiest birthday to you. That's amazing. I did not realize. I just I still looked down at my Facebook and it's like, Corey Martin's birthday is today. Good to know. Yeah. So if you're listening, go over to Hold Back Rack, um, subscribe, like. It helps the algorithm. We are hoping to get to a thousand. <laughs> um, I think we're at like, um, I think we're at like 300 right now. So it's, it's probably going to be. <laughs> It's, it's going to be a while, but uh, that's our, well, it's my goal. I don't think Jessica cares, but um, it's, it's a lot of fun. It is not safe for work. Most of the time my nice. boobs are out and there's swearing happening and um, slippery wait. dicks. And so wait, your boobs are out on your podcast, but not, not on yours. Not on my <laughs> you guys are teachers and you're like married to each other. I didn't want to get sent to the principal's office. No, you're fine. <laughs> I'm still allowed to look at boobs. That's. <laughs> hard fast rule that he's not allowed to bring home diseases that's my only hard fast rule <laughs> it's been that rule keep for, it clean it's man been that rule for 18 years <laughs> um, I, I mean i i didn't know so i figured it was uh air on the side of so safer funny. rather than be disrespectful i tease uh, him all the time about our podcast i'm like we should be we should have a cleaner podcast and he's like fuck no we should that's not gonna fucking happen <laughs> not gonna fucking happen no i can't even get through like we always say like oh this is the podcast number we're doing today and then we talked about our sponsor and then we're like oh yeah it's not safe for work and by the time we say it's not safe for work i swore like three times and i'm like so i've wanted to to say it i've wanted to get ed and emily on here forever but i don't think they'll ever come on because i think we say fuck too much yeah well they it's so frustrating because I feel like they're really cool and laid back people, but their brand is so child friendly that yes. um, that they can't present themselves in like their you know after dark or you and know, even if down. we could even if we could assure them that that one episode would be very kid friendly, the odds that they would want to listen to other episodes that absolutely you know uh, Darren said it's not too late to flop a boob out. Just saying, <laughs> get it out there. Not that is what Darren said. He says it's Here. not too late to change. I don't have the right bra on, so you guys are going to see bra too. Here you go. <laughs> there you go, Darren. Just trying to help you out. Y'all are such a mess. Wait, hold on, Darren. <coughs> I don't have I don't have my podcast go, bra on, so this That's is all hilarious. you're going to get. There you go. It's the best you get, Darren. Yeah, Sorry. I've given up ever, ever hoping for any of those because they told me mine would grow when I had children and they lied to me. You know, I had my boob job written into like the prenup because my sisters are all older than me. And my mom, after she was done breastfeeding, like she went from having boobs like this to nothing. So I just assumed that's what would happen to me. And so I was sure I was going to need a boob job. But three kids later and my feet got bigger. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm not even kidding. I went from a women's size 11 to a women's size 12. I will never forget that day of sitting in academy crying on the bench with the stroller next to me and this man right here puts the size 12 tennis shoe in front of me and says put them on your feet or we're just gonna buy them and take them home because i know they're (laughs) gonna fit you i was in such denial see this so we went from talking about penises to boobs and this is exactly why ed and emily will never do our podcast (laughs) and they are i just meant it would be cool to like see them put their hair down and do like an after dark where they like, can say things like scrotum. We did and- go out to dinner once with them and Tinley with a bunch of other friends and they were there and in person they are, they're really awesome to hang out with. But yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Unfortunately. I mean, I completely respect that because what they're doing for our industry. Oh no. I love out of everyone online. There's only about three people I actually watch reptile videos of, and they're one of 
the three. It's like them, Dave, and uh, Kimmy. It was two. I think. But the was... impact that they're having on kids, like literally, that I can see in like. Oh yeah. As a reptile, you know, like a, I sell reptiles. These kids are coming in, and you can tell the snake discovery fans mm-hmm. because oh, yeah? they know their shit. Yes. And they're young, Have... but they're just excited. You've never man. watched Ed and Emily try to walk around a reptile show. It, I've seen I've seen their videos and it's oh, yeah, no. almost to the point where you it's feel really it's impossible. Bad you do feel bad for them they, in person. I've seen when them come in. Video. I've seen them come in hoodies on and everything and walk around once, and then as soon as the hoodie comes off and you can see, There's yeah, no it's over. Going Every time anywhere. I watch their their show videos, it always makes me feel so bad. Like they just look hungry and they look exhausted, mm-hmm. and like sometimes somebody will like bring them food and you, like the joy you could just tell like how starving they are. But they're so kind to everybody. They are. I, like I that could not all the do time. what they're doing. But what they're doing is so important. Yeah. And it really is. It's like a trickle effect. Like I'm way over in Seattle and I'm seeing at, a, mm-hmm. at every single reptile show that those kids coming in the door are there because of Emily. I'll say Darren, okay. I and, agree. And, Clint is great as well. I do like Clint. Oh, we Clint's watch, amazing I watch a lot too. of Clint stuff. I, I reference both of them because they yeah. both have a lot of valuable information. I actually shared both of their YouTube channels um, and Dave Kaufman's YouTube channel for our zoology club on our Google Classroom. Oh, I was like, these are very kid friendly approved like teacher approved youtube channels Feel i think, free to be, watch I think dave would find it hilarious if you said he was kid friendly well <laughs> i would not count him in a total i don't know his, his videos aren't his that videos bad on youtube i think are i think the interviews that you listen to might be a stretch um, yeah yeah but I, I feel like the content he puts out on youtube is I mean, it's not like super offensive or no. super no. raunchy or anything. His it's stuff not like, is, right. his it's not like his tits very, are hanging so, out or anything. Yeah. That, that is true. His are all, it, his is very different. That's what he needs to do. If his tits video. were hanging out, he'd have way more views. <laughs> That's what he's got to do. He, uh, well, obviously not. We only have 300 <laughs> subscribers, so it's not working. They just don't know. Got to hang them out more, I guess. No. I guess. I mean, it's not the right bra. I could just be like hanging out in my bra and then, then it's just, then we've gone too far. Then it's a completely different hold back yeah. rack okay, that yeah. we're talking about. <laughs> See what you did there. <laughs> so, so as a ball python, but before we go, really, your thoughts on Dave's ball python video, just because it was fun watching the entire world implode when it came out. Oh, um, you are allowed to say no comment, and we can move on from there if you would like. No, just go for it. Come on. I actually watched it with Chris Eaton, <laughs> <laughs> and um, I had waited. I was so excited for it, and I had been watching updates on it and I you know when he got back and he put out that clip and he was like so sick and you're like dude just take a minute because you look rough you know like oh I was so excited for it and I just I was really disappointed um I think that what he had he could have done so much more with um just the way that he told the story I was I was disappointed but I mean hey my ass wasn't hiking around in Africa my ass wasn't starving to death, you know? So I, I, I absolutely respect what he did. I absolutely respect um, yeah. what it like physically I, and emotionally cost him. I didn't have to go over there and pay off guards to be able to cross yeah. borders. Literally put his <laughs> life in danger. And so like, he absolutely has my respect. Um, says it's really easy to sit in the comfort of your own home and be like, Oh, wait, I could have done that better. Just, you know, like <laughs> I just love so, fuckers that have only ever seen ball pythons in Iraq complain about when he's like, yeah, they, they live in the ground. And they're like, no, they live in trees. I'm like, these guys over there that hunt them are telling you they live in the ground. And they only told you they live in the trees when it floods. And like, and then people are like, they're arboreal. They're not. The people there are telling you they're not. Their job is to go find them. They can tell you exactly what they are. 
Right. So. Um, so I, I need to, now that it's been a minute, I need to go back and watch it again. Um, I am live <laughs> on a podcast and you need to go. Thank you. Um, so I absolutely has my respect. Absolutely. I should not be allowed to have an opinion because of what he put into it and what it cost him and what efforts went into it. We should all just keep our fucking mouth shut. Um, but well, I think, like, people didn't have so, to watch it. Like, I love who they got upset about the free video that they were not forced to watch. Right. Like you don't um, have so to, like, I, but yeah, you don't have to like it. You don't have to comment. So I didn't really comment on liking it or not liking it because I, I do understand and respect what it, what was behind it. The only problem is Dave now has like 75 channels and I don't know which one to watch. <laughs> that is true. He does. He's got a fishing channel. An animals adventure channel. I didn't know he had a fishing a reptile channel. channel, and then he has like a weird, uh, like ghost alien Bigfoot channel or something. What? It's like a creepy places channel. There's another one. He's got. It's like uh, I forget what it's called, but it's. I like, keep trying to get Chris Eaton to come out because he talks about Sasquatch out in Washington. I, I think that's all something we need to see is Chris Eaton come out to Washington and hunt for. The okay, first off, he's not going out in the woods. It's not fucking happening. He's not going. I go- would love to see it. I would pay money to see that. He's not going. He almost died down here because he came down in the summer and we hung out outside. That was his problem. And he came down in June. That was a problem. Um, Have you put that hat on? It's really hot. Yes, and he wore it the whole time. The whole time. That's dedication. It is. Right like I couldn't do it. Uh, but he's not going anywhere near the woods. It's never going to happen. He'll barely go near a tree. And he'll never eat like you bring him out there and like, hey, you want to eat vegetables for like you pick from a garden? That's not going to happen. <laughs> well, thank you for crushing all my dreams. I, I really say. appreciate uh, it. If, he, if that food doesn't come with a barcode or pre-made, he's not touching it. So that can't be true. Oh, that's 100 oh, percent true. 100 true. <laughs> he was like, what do you like? I It was was it blackberries. That's what we were talking about. Cause down here they grow along your fence. You go pick them, yeah, and I was too. I was like, the problem yeah. was growing up is they never made it back to the house. Like we would literally eat them as we picked them. Yeah, one for my mouth, one right. for the basket. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" And I was like, "That's just what you do." He won't go fishing unless a boat has a bathroom on it, because he can't understand. Maybe you just go fishing and don't have to shit. I mean, he is from New York City. So he is. Are we super surprised by that? But like he lived, but he lived in Colorado, like out, like in Colorado at one point. Didn't when in Colorado? Wasn't that when he was like a millionaire and he was like, but like I'm, he had I'm like goats, rich man he? and didn't he have goats? I don't remember. I think I, I don't can't. Know. I, I, don't, I don't know. We should stop talking about him if he's not here to defend himself. Oh no, that's the best time to talk about him. Oh, we'll, well get I'll, messages. I get in trouble. You 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 can talk shit all you want. We'll get messages I, I later. Yeah, I will. Yeah, see, Lori, Lori Gray said, if there's not a shitter nearby, he won't go. That's 100% true. Mm-hmm. If he, he doesn't understand, you can just hang your ass off the, end of, off the edge of the boat. That's what buckets are for. You put a pool noodle around the edge of the bucket, or you and just, then you got sh- cushions. Just shit in the morning, go fishing, and then shit at night. Not like everybody is trained to shit at certain times of the day, James. I, I think can't. that's just you. It's not just me. That's real healthy, though. Good for you. I know, right? He has to retrain himself every school year when his planning periods change. It didn't change this year. I'm good. Nice. (laughs) Same plan. Well, I now know way more about you than I ever (laughs) know. So um, I think we're equal now because at the beginning it was a little rough. (laughs) That's that's his YouTube time. That's YouTube time. It's great YouTube time. Apparently that's when like most men watch YouTube. 
Well, no, uh, Robert watches TikTok. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Because then we get a bunch of TikTok videos. Oh, my gosh. Uh, all right. So if people want to get in, let's get out of here. If people want to get say, a hold of you, our child's uh, how can they get a hold of you? Uh, mostly on Instagram, <laughs> ASM Royal Tales. Um, in my bio is a link tree and it has everything. It has the whole back rack. It has the contest. It has, um, it will have this interview. It just go check it out. It's got all the stuff. Cool. Katie, if people want to get a hold of us, you know. You in 143 <laughs> fucking you episodes. You haven't been on 143 episodes. 143 episodes. You haven't been I on have wanted someone to ask me that question every fucking episode. And it the one happened. time you ask me, I'm trying to read what our people have written. And so I look like I'm <laughs> dancing over here because I can't see around the camera and I'm not ready. This is unacceptable. And we will have a discussion later. I, I, I offered it to you. <laughs> You can reach out to James <laughs> on Facebook, the Rev Talk Gumbo Podcast, and all the other platforms that I don't actually have or have access to. <laughs> it's Instagram, the Rev Talk Gumbo Podcast, Facebook, the, uh, the Rev Talk Gumbo Podcast, and the Rev Talk Gumbo Podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget that we are uh, finishing up our giveaway from Rep to Culture. It's a $50 gift certificate to Rep to Culture. All you got to do is go over to our Facebook page and tell us what you would spend that $50 gift certificate on and you will be put in the drawing for it again if you don't live here you can shop online they ship so you can get animals supplies whatever they will ship them uh next month starting uh next week i gotta reach out to them but we should be every week in december we are giving away uh infrared temp gun so there's that too we'll have posts on how to do that as well uh our merchandise go over to our facebook page you can see we got shirts shoes uh what other goofy things i cannot believe you man what I simply ask you a question and you freak out? Yes. Duh. Because every week there's there's at least four people on the podcast and everybody gets asked the question but me. I just asked because you. Because I'm insignificant and I do not matter. And now you're going to ask me no. Oh my question. gosh, you're sleeping on the couch tonight. No. <laughs> every night. No, I'm not. If I sleep on the couch because I fell asleep there on purpose. 100%. <laughs> oh. Uh, anyways, I don't know where I was. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> Um, Jana, stick around thanks for everybody a for watching. Okay. We'll be back next week with uh, somebody. I haven't figured that out yet, but we'll be back next week. Maybe I'm gonna get the readies to come on and tell me why we shouldn't buy a chameleon eggs. So, of course, you will because I won't Do be it. here next week. You won't be here next week. Sucks for you. She, All uh, right, somebody has to take Joe to that concert for school. Kids don't need just throw in her room. <sighs> so, good night, everybody. See y'all next week. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.